Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, those between and unaffiliated to our Fast and the Furious franchise. Caleb, how are you doing at the moment? Oh, I'm I'm surprised we're still here. On to Fast Five. This these are coming thick and fast. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, no pun intended. Um, because yeah, we're going through these because it's well, yeah, we're, we're it's a lead up. It's the, it's the lead up to ten. It's the lead up. Absolutely, we're getting hyped. Uh, yeah. See, can you believe that? Potentially, like, I think somewhere it's either TV tropes or somewhere that's like saying that the ten is the penultimate. Um, our penultimate entry in the franchise and i'm like are they seriously going to end on 11 like that's so odd but i guess that's just like you know my symmetrical brain being like uh out of whack because it's like why would you end on 11 and not 12 on even number there you go my my even number bias or my yeah my my even number bias my hate for odd numbers (laughs) i know they say for the saga in terms of the numbered entries is supposed to be the end but there's been talks about returning for Hobbs and Shaw too. That's just the scheduling issues. Of course, I just mean the mainstay, the mainstream, uh, the mainstream movies. Of course, and yeah, scheduling issues. I don't know if we'll uh, get into, but it certainly piqued my yeah. uh, interest. Not with this one, but uh, with what's happened since uh, this one. Mm. Yeah, and I guess in order to discuss some of that, we have to jump into the episode itself and. Yeah, start the commentary. So are you at the old timestamp zero? I am, of course. So your legally or illegally purchased copies, digital or physical, uh, get it to the timestamp zero. And please, if you don't mind, pressing play right now. And of course, you do not have to like listen to this alongside the commentary. You could just listen to this as if it were a podcast. <laughs> yeah, to copy uh, Captain Logan, we'll do our level best to uh, give you lots of context and and to, to carry you along with us as we go through it. And have an intellectually stimulating conversation. I can't promise you anything on my part. <laughs> yeah, it is fast and furious. And we are into the sequels, not that first one. So, yeah, it's again, just high praise for the first one. eh? Yeah, high praise for the first one. Absolutely. It's it's so weird that that one actually like and even though that one had some goofy over the top moments, that's still like the best one. Well, we'll see. We still got plenty to go, and we're opening up. I yeah, as as of this point, moment, excuse me. Yeah, we're opening up here with a previously on. Is this is this Avatar uh, book two or three? Uh, this is the Last Jedi. No, I'm just kidding. And I was surprised. Yeah, and let, like you say, Last Jedi that we open up right where the last one left off. I wasn't expecting that. I do wonder if they just filmed it. Like I, I given that this is still Justin Lin and Chris Morgan. Uh, the the writer, I mean, uh, I assume they already filmed this, uh, in the same. I was wondering that too. In the same like you know shots, um, which would have been interesting. I didn't I didn't see any trailers for this, but like I wonder if this would have been like the opening trailer. Yeah, no, I I could see it. Or if they did that thing where they play the first like ten minutes of a movie in the. In an IMAX screening, I could see them using this. Just like what Chris Nolan would do. You're absolutely right. I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, or actually, uh, or I guess it wasn't Justin Lin. It was whoever. It was Friend of Darkness. So J.J. Abrams did that as well. What was the uh, first 10 minutes of that? It was, they were at this, um, it was like uh, some sort of uncontacted tribe. And they were. Having a- oh, yeah. So that literally was like the first like, 10 minutes of the film. Yeah, they showed that in the IMAX as well. And I, it got me mildly interested. <laughs> I can't say excited. Interesting. 
mildly interested. But yeah, they they saved Dom, just like we suspected at the end of that last one. In a um spectacular fashion where they don't no one's killed yeah where everyone it's it looked like they many people should have died they make mention that yeah no one died it's like okay if you say so but that looked pretty damn reckless (laughs) and um somehow brian was not flattened by that bus as it was like turning on its side now I, i think i know what they were trying to do but even then i'm like all right hang on a second this was animation past, but yeah, things are getting cartoony. There's no doubt. Well, things are getting cartoony. Potentially that's a good thing from the last film, but I also like the fact that we had real world footage there, by the way, like some TV newscast stations there, which is interesting mm-hmm. the reports of like, Oh yeah. Brian is now uh, labeled as a, um, a criminal. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and we saw in the last film, it kind of had to, I guess at this point, ever since the first one, every film has kind of jumped to a new area and a new focus of, uh, I can't say a culture, it's just kind of a a background (laughs) location. Yeah. And this time we're in Rio, which is a a, a cool location. I do enjoy the spotlight of getting to see it like this, but yeah, we get no central characters from, well, I guess we get one with the cop lady, but none of none, none of part of uh or none a part of dom's crew i should say yeah not like um not yeah we don't like get a recruit from there uh, yeah and, instead we'll well we'll see yeah we'll, we'll get to it but instead we get some people from uh they bring in people yeah and the only people that we the only brazilian lenses that we get are these yeah these these criminals <laughs> actually funny enough georgiana brewster i think apparently hails from brazil Oh, okay. There, there you go. That's you know, I guess a little bit of something, but well, but in in this like you know in this not version, but in this uh, oh hey it's Vince. Uh, but in in this like series, yes. I don't know if she's well Brazilian or not. I think she's well she's yeah. mixed race of some sort, but Italian, not that. I guess yeah, with Toretto, like that is a Italian name. Yeah, but I, I was excited to see Vince back. I did not recall that he was going to return, and so I was yeah pumped. Hey. Like everyone's shown up in South America from his crew, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, well, at least then so far. Um, by the way, uh, I think he aged pretty well, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. No, he's looking great. Yeah. I don't know why. He looks Put on a couple good. extra pounds, but it suits him. I mean that in a good way. Like, I actually mean that yeah. like like his weight gain or whatnot actually looks nice. Look at that. He even has a kid and a wife, excuse me. Yep. Kid and a wife. Yeah, I like this this turn. Yep. And she's looking nice. I wonder if she'll have a character at all in this. Uh, yeah, she could have been our lens in. You're you're absolutely right there. Like, yeah, why not? I would have loved. I, I would have loved to like get her side. If like she also is kind of like, I don't want to say like everybody's like Mia, um, or whoever else. But like, does she also have a fascination with cars, or is she just like a normal girl or a woman? Yeah. Yeah, or could have uh, in some way assisted. Maybe maybe not vehicle wise in the. Uh the big uh, heist in this one but now what can you do hey look at that they remembered the scars that's that's awesome yeah yeah brian's taking a a glance at them there definitely thinking about the past (sighs) yeah that is the thing isn't it where uh there's still a bit of like i'm not i I won't say beep there's certainly a lot left on the table 
Uh, not just yeah. the bottles on the table, I mean, but. Yeah, and what's sad for Vince is it seems like Vince has kind of found a peace with everything and he's moved on. And it's Brian who just is holding on to the past. Like, yeah, they, again, I talked about how much I, I enjoy Brian and especially that second film. I don't feel like they're doing him a ton of favors in these these two that we've seen so far, four and five. I don't find him nearly as likable in these ones. Like, yeah, with uh, especially that last one where he was full on federal agent and you're just like, nah, thanks. I'll pass. Yeah, no, thanks. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're just like, this is where the real Brian could come up, come up. And yeah, you'd, you'd think that Brian would show some courtesy to Vince, given that this is his home and he's uh, actually, you know, opening mm-hmm. it up to them. So it's like, you, you, I would hope that they'd come to basically bury the hatchet, bury, bury whatever uh, beef they had before and like start over. Yeah. And even more so Vince is, he's here offering them a job. He's like, you, you know, I've been hitting through, I've been free falling in South America, hitting every hellhole. He's finally settled in. He's got, you know, a, a pretty steady gig and he's offering them a chance to, you know, take advantage of his connections and we'll see how they handle that. We'll see how they take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems as though Vince is still doing the thing that Vince is always good at, which is, you know, pulling a job like yeah, being in a heist. So yeah, I, I mean, if it's working for him, then I can't really throw him under the bus there, but yeah. And they show up and he's even pleased to see him. He's maybe he's even thinking, Hey, this feels like a flashback to old times a little bit. Yeah. Kind of some nostalgia there. We're just like, let's go. Um, Maybe we can get a good, like fresh over. Yeah, and this time actually playing on the the same side. Yeah, there's no like, yeah, there literally is no beef between like him and Brian. Well, I would say no beef, but there's no secrets yeah. here. Like Brian's not a double agent here, and it's literally him and Mia on the run. Yeah, and we get a nice little moment here with Brian and Mia, kind of planning what they're gonna do once they can kind of get out of this being pursued, go to a country with no extradition. They're kind of going through some names there, and I. This little thread that'll run through the movie. And I think that's a nice little bit. Yeah, that they have there. Also, we had a little bit of a moment between Mrs. Vince and Mia there where mm. she was hinting at something about, does does he know? It's like, I wonder what that means. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, and then we think about that and then see her walk right into this very dangerous heist. <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess she's, yeah, I mean, if she's up for it, she's up for it. So fair enough. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this part was filmed in Arizona, so no, it was not. What do you call it? It was not like somewhere in like the desert region of uh, Brazil, or I don't, actually have no idea if there's a region of desert area in Brazil. Yeah, and just because we're almost getting to this moment, I'll I'll say up front, I do think this is a much better step in a a much better direction to go into. Following that fourth film, I think this is overall a lot stronger. But I think it starts on such a false note that I'm just completely confused. And maybe you can help me through this here as we see this scene. I'll do my best. Because, you know, in a few moments, just a little spoiler, Dom is going to show up and join their group. And then this 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 other side of the heist, these people that they don't know are like, okay, we need to make sure to take this GT. And once Dom and, and Brian hear that, they're like, okay, we need to make sure they don't get that damn GT. And I'm like, oh, what, why do they focus on this? Why do they decide that they're suddenly in charge of this heist? 
and that they're going to decide what cars go where. Do you, do, did I miss something? <laughs> uh, for you see the, the protagonist and it's protagonist central morality. So they, they need it because yeah, no, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Let's watch. Maybe I missed something. Cause I think it's such a false note that they blow up this heist and they blame Vincent. They're like, Vincent, how could you set us up for this heist that we just fucked up? It's crazy. <laughs> That's not the only thing we're going to be talking about in this, uh, in this movie. But um, I will say, I think Caleb is onto something that one, this is a lot brighter of a film, uh, not as bright as, you know, the old films, but it is not as like pitch black or dark as, as it was before. See, there we go. I'm taking the GT 40. Maybe it's because he's said in a different language. You know, maybe that's Toretto's like, oh, crap. They're trying to make us not hear that they want to take this car. Yeah, either that or he just didn't like his attitude. And he's just like, he, again, he can't take authority. And they're all supposed to be part of the same heist. So they would all be taking a car each. What does it matter which one he chooses to take? But yeah, maybe now that Brian's here, he's like, oh, those are scars again. Those are that's sorry. Just a nice yeah. little like memento almost uh, throw it back. But now that Brian's here, maybe he's suspecting like, hmm, what if I feel like there's like some secrecy here. There's just some chicanery that I'm not involved in. Yeah, but it's it's not their heist is the thing. They're just assisting these people. So, yeah, they're just the hired help. Yeah, this see this this it took me a while to get settled into the story because I was so bothered by it. I was like, OK, are these people just assholes? <laughs> Yeah, it certainly doesn't give us some good points for uh, Dom and his crew members. Because, yeah, this is their heist. So, I mean, I know these are bad guys, but it's like, yeah, you guys are outlaws. Like, what do you what do you guys care? Is it just because you guys are survivors or what? I can't believe that. They're like, it's okay. We're going to get the GT either way. We're all going to the same place. And then Dom's like, okay, never mind. We're not going to the same place. We're stealing this car. It's like, fuck. And not to mention, are they even thinking about the fact that they could be fucking over Vince and his family? That's what I was also wondering of like, okay, as soon as like they betray these guys, what stops one of the guys here, you know, radio in to his buddies elsewhere and saying, all right, go get Vince's family. It's like, what the hey? Like, why is their family matter? Not, you know. Vince and his family like what what the heck they're putting their lives in jeopardy as well yeah no they really are and for no reason it's yeah it, it really bothered me at the start of this movie and I eventually I get into it and I can move past and just accept that I don't know how they I don't know why they made this choice as writers it just seems like something did not connect but there's enough good here that I can mostly look past it but it does make the characters a little bit less likable show either in the short not i don't know if it's short term or long term but in the broad strokes from when, when you when you look at it from a distance instead of up close there's some problems at a, uh, at a distance oh man i i love this like opening bit with like a train heist like we go yeah. back to like you know a heist and it's a train heist instead dang that guy's dead um yes <laughs> just kill oh it... that guy's also either maimed or dead um, and none of this none of this had to happen at all they could have just taken the job and been like okay you know this is their business we'll just accept our cut that we're here for but it said they blew up the heist completely 
Yeah, even even Brian should know this from when he was. I mean, while he was a federal agent at the time, he should know this from two as well, where he's like, just play along for like the longest time before you know you uh, reveal yourselves, which you know they kind of revealed too early with the whole like you know where where are we going to the airport? It's like who said anything about an airport? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. And look, now this this train's being fucked up. Well, yeah, not only that, I was like, okay, so was that one of the passenger cars or was that a cargo, uh, one of the cargo trains? And Brian was even looking at that dead guy almost like he felt bad for a moment. And it was like, yeah, you, you caused a, a number of deaths here for for no reason. There was yes. no... <laughs> uh, but again, I'm going to try to let it go because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like basically we'll come out and say the script could have uh, certainly used a rewrite. Yes. I will say this though. I'm actually impressed for how held back this, uh, that explosion could have been. Yeah. Like it could have been a Michael Bay giant explosion, but it wasn't, it was actually like fairly realistic. No, 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 sorry. Plausible explosion. There we go. We'll say realistic, a fairly plausible one where you're just like, Oh, just like it's, it's gas that gets ignited. It's like, okay, now that makes sense. Yeah, and I've complained about Justin Lin's uh, style of action directing for the past two films. I feel like this one is much improved. Agreed. Yeah, so that's that's a highlight. Like, uh, Dom's almost going to... Oh, okay. I thought he was going to drive to kill that guy. I was like, this is lunatic. <laughs> but I didn't give Dom enough credits. <laughs> it's like, hang on, just wait a minute. Oh, but I love this. Uh, this this car is just gorgeous. The Ferrari that uh, Vincent was driving was quite nice, too. This Corvette. Actually, no, wait, I remember either this part or when they focused on the trailer, I remember this part was like what they showed. Um, oh, really? I could see it. Because I remember I remember, I was in youth group at the time and my buddy from the island, who's a big fan of this franchise, he was like, man, you got to show this. I'm, I'm going to show you the Fast Five uh, trailer. I'm like, let's go. And so we like, uh, finally, after like all the smoke had cleared from like, all you know, what we were busy with. Uh, he finally shows it to me. I'm like, dang, like this is, even though I hadn't seen any of the films at that point, I was like, all right, this looks pretty decent. Oh, um, oh, I thought your first one was the seventh one. Was it this one or just this sequence? No, it was, it was like, cause that, well, whatever, this was 2011, correct? Uh, yeah. Or is it 2013? Yeah. Yeah. So it's 2011 and, uh, yeah, it was this part right here. He's like, what the fudge? Um, but I, yeah, my first one was the seventh one, but like. He still showed me this trailer. Oh, I'm sorry. This part just infuriated me too. I figured you'd say that. So that heist, you know, there's three cars. The guys highlighted one that they want to keep. And they just, they just blew up one of, they destroyed one of the cars that they could have sold. They're just throwing money away. <laughs> they blew up the heist and they're just tossing away money. It's interesting how I don't know if there was a point of no return where they could have like stopped the car, but I don't know. I I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they could, but it's like none of this. The part that bothers me is that none of this need to happen. Yeah, and there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough motivation to in, inspire it to happen. I mean, I know why they did it because it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, no, we know why the filmmakers did it. Yeah, and it was nice to see all those cars. I, I really like that Corvette, uh, although it did look like it was struggling to, to drive right on the sand. I don't think that they built. Uh... I mean, all those cars. I was like, none of those are are off road proof. Yeah, like none of those things were built for the off road. Those were built for streets. Like 
like concrete pavement for pit six asphalt not like th- that that little uh dune buggy not dune buggy but that little like um jeep or rig whatever it was that thing was that truck was meant for like the outdoors yeah and like the, that terrain but with that cool suspension and all that like let's go and lift kit okay now i got some more problems here too oh boy hey, by all means please that's what the commentary is for <laughs> So I don't mind the introduction to this villain here. I think he's got an intimidating screen presence. I think he's good here. And he's kind of like, okay, you guys screwed me over. Well, you know, I heard your sister's uh, beautiful. Once we find her, you know, they're hinting that some bad stuff's going to happen there. And so they take off. All good with that. That's all fine. Yep. And then... <laughs> and then... Uh, what happens here? I mean, I'm... I'm just confused. Okay uh full full like up front um discrepancy we both like haven't seen this in a while oh no I, no i was more asking okay. how did dom just tear through his oh again this is what i had with seven where i was like okay is dom just superhuman or something because yeah he just breaks out of that like nothing <laughs> he's like oh you got me in this this chain i'll just break the chain he's like samson i'm like Without, except without hair, though. <laughs> without hair, yeah. Yeah. It's just a reference to our recent uh, podcast on, I guess it wouldn't come out by now, yeah. I know, but you gotta cut the hair first to, like, <laughs> make it weak. Yeah, it's just, you know, that this whole opening when I was watching it before, I was like, oh no, this is getting even worse than four. I can't even track it, it's going crazy. But it, it does, it does persuade me as it goes on, it does win me over with its charm. There is a lot of suspension of disbelief that you have to just put here. Uh, yeah. Of like, there's some plausible stuff, and then there's just others that are like there for rule of cool and would not like work in reality. Especially the end heist. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Which, as cool as it is, there I am of two minds about it. <laughs> yes, it. We will get to that. Let's let's stay on this tar- let's stay sure. on target. But finish what you were saying. Sorry. I was going to say, it definitely does not help with the likability issues that this movie creates with that. Certainly. Oh, but. Um, so the uh, the um, the villain, the villain of this piece, where where do you know him from? Oh, I don't know. He he definitely looks familiar, um, but I don't know what I've seen him in. I, I looked it up before, but I couldn't really find anything. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Anything substantial. It was just like, okay, maybe, maybe I saw him in this. Maybe I saw him in that, but nothing really stood out. Um, I'll, I'll save my bit for a second because, uh, here's the introduction of the GI Joe squad. <laughs> yeah, here we go. It's, it's the rock and he's in full rock mode. <laughs> well, Dwayne Johnson mode, I should say. Yeah. So is it Dwayne Johnson playing a part or is it Dwayne Johnson playing himself? He's definitely playing a part, but I don't know how polished his acting was at this point. Like it's it's fine. It's he's playing this role. It, it's charming. It's fun. But something about his deliveries at times just feels kind of a little bit stiff or something. It's not quite. It doesn't fully feel like he's embodying this role yet. And I'm curious to see how he develops it as we as it goes forward. Yeah, that, that's that, that that's fair. He certainly. If you're going to get somebody to like hunt down Dominic Toretto, I think it would be somebody of his stature and they picked the right guy. Yeah. yeah. He, his, he's got like a cartoony element to him too. And that's fitting for this take on Dom. And again, I do have to highlight just 
I mean, thinking back to that first film and then getting to this, that's a stunning transformation of a series. I mean, that is, this is dramatically the different stuff. And it's a weird, it's like playing the game of life, right? Except there's even more like roads that you can go down. Like who would have expected this road, right? There's just so many, it's like snakes and ladders almost as well. I don't know what I'm saying, but just like (laughs) the path we went to like go from stealing VCRs that like, that's the meme and the joke of like (laughs) from guys, literally all these people here, uh, except for Mia, uh, steal, we're, we're there to steal, uh, VCRs to like now, you know, doing heist or whatnot or not heist, but like getting involved with criminals somewhere else, even though it's the same thing. It's like quite the, uh, who would have thought. And just to discuss that scene that we just saw, all oh, this, it was just infuriating for me. I figured Vincent comes in. He's like, he's like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And they're like, where the hell were you? We were waiting for it. And he's like, what? I I went to the meeting point. We we're all supposed to go to. Uh... And they're like, you set us up. And it's like, what? <laughs> well, okay. I think Brian said that. Not, not Dom. I mean, Dom yeah, was sorry. suspicious, but it was Brian. So it's kind of the roles were reversed now where instead of Vince being suspicious of Brian, it's Brian being suspicious of Vince. Oh, and he's, he's ready to beat the hell out of Vince. Like he's going crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, all those, uh, yeah, trying to put the past behind them is uh, nope. Yeah, and so I was furious. I mean, I liked Vince from that first movie. He seemed like he was doing right by them, and in this one, and then to see them, but like just turning him like that, I was like, wow! Like he stuck his neck out, and this is what he gets for it. I'll be, I'll, I'll say this: like Dom's suspicious, but I don't think he's like not having it like Brian is. Yeah, but I still wonder, like. I mean, what the hell do they think was suspicious? I mean, they they were the ones that betrayed and blew up the heist. The other guys were just doing what they're, you know, the way it was supposed to go. Uh, that feels like such a false note. Uh, 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 shush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's a problem there. Um, by the way, so this speech that the antagonist gives us completely mm-hmm. fictional, like one hundred percent. That is not how Brazil was was created. Not created, but how that was not how Brazil was founded. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know too much about Brazil, so yeah, I missed that one. But quick, quick TV tropes check of it. Uh, so apologies for all my Brazilian brothers, sisters, those <laughs> between unaffiliated. But from what I recall, it was actually, um, I guess it's this part here. Um, never mind. I'll save it. So Vince goes and retrieves the chip, and then kind of similar to. The move in Fast One, a mirror to that, where Brian goes into was it? Who's I think it was Hector's Hector's garage. Uh, Vince like, you know, beats or catches mm-hmm. Brian and then shows it to Dom. Although I think it's in this case it's just Dom instead of Brian. But again, I mean, he's he's attacking Vince. He's like, my sister was on that that train. But there, I don't get any sense at all that. The heist would have gone badly if they all just took the cars and then got to the job. They probably would have been paid for the job and then sent on their way. Just like Vincent's been doing. I mean, this is his connections. So Yeah, in a way, he's the leader. And whose garage is this, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. He says out, it's like, but isn't this his garage? <laughs> like, yeah, um, 
And then, of course, he brings up Letty, which is like, oh, I don't know if you should have said that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good line. I don't know what you think, but like... Oh, every single thing he said is all correct. This has all been Dom's fault, really. I mean, Dom's been a, a really reckless dude. We mentioned on that, that that final heist in the first one. I think it was Vincent. Or at least uh, one of his crew was like, hey, I got a really bad feeling about this. We shouldn't do it. And Dom was like, no, we're pressing it. We're doing it. And that's when it blew it all up for them there. And then, yeah, this, this guy just has bad impulses. Yeah, I think it was, uh, what do you call it? I think it was either Leon or maybe Jesse. I don't, I don't remember now, but somebody, yeah, somebody said that. Yeah, I can't remember either. I think even Letty was was having some doubts too, but yeah, probably. But here we get introduced to Officer Zinevez, I think. Uh, yes. And she's uh, yeah, she's our one Brazilian uh, point of view character here, and. Yeah, she's got this. I guess The Rock just wanted someone who wasn't that experienced because maybe they wouldn't be completely bought out by that point, corrupted. That was the point. Yeah. As his little liaison to exploring the city. Yeah. By the way, played by a Hispanic actor. <laughs> oh, for, for her, you mean? <laughs> yeah, the joke, obviously, is that everybody thinks that, or at least people who don't know, think that in Brazil, Spanish is the primary language oh yeah portuguese right? it could not be that could not be further from the truth because the first language is portuguese second is french third my, i think is japanese or i could be wrong on that yeah something like that so yeah it could not be further from the truth i mean it probably is like some spanish speakers like you know in pockets and areas and whatnot <laughs> but it's it's not like you know mexico that's funny i d- didn't even think about looking up her yeah background i just took it as is I mean, again, what I mean, it is what it is. Like, whatever. Yeah. By the way, I got a movie set in Rio that we got to watch at some point called uh, City of the Gods, I believe it was called. Ooh, I'm down for that. I mean, I guess there is technically Brazil. Oh, uh, that's an okay movie. It's okay. Or Rio. <laughs> I don't know. You just said like a Rio, but, but I, I guess, yeah, there's Rio, the animated film as well. Not really interested in that one, but whatever. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant at first when he said Brazil. For some reason, I wasn't even thinking of the terry gilliam i mean that's the one i thought of and i mean the (laughs) yeah since it's not set there at all i mean okay you know i i i can't say anything about like the animated real film with the birds because like when i see that i immediately think of oh it's just a generic kids film but i think it's probably a little bit better than an illumination film wow yeah that's all bias (laughs) i don't know bias don't don't i can't say i know yeah no i i I can't say anything (laughs) Yeah, I actually go. I actually was going to see almost all those movies at this time with my sisters, so I did see Rio in the cinema. There you go. At least I think it was in the cinema. Oh, it was in the cinema at one point. <laughs> yeah, I just came over if we watched it. Ah, anyway, this is this is needless. <laughs> I will say I do like the vehicle choice for the Rock's character for Hobbs. Um, mm-hmm. It certainly suits him, and it's huge, and I think it has personality to it. I know it's not, it stands out not in its color, but just, you know, the fact when you put it against the backdrop of, you know, Brazil and it being a little more, it looks militarized and Brazil's not militarized. It, it, I think it stands out in a good way. No, yeah, I agree. And even though we don't really get to know his crew, I do think that they're a fun bit of color, at least. I think there's enough. I don't, they, they don't have too many lines. Yeah, they'll get some lines later, but I think what they have is enough to like at least give him like 
either I don't know if character is the word or personality is the word. And again, Hobbs has a ton of presence, just like reeking off the screen. This guy. I mean, I'm questioning why I, I agree with that, but I'm wondering. Hey, shouldn't you also be saying like, here's an American guy or here's an American military character coming into Brazil. And I guess he's not threatening the locals, but he's certainly like going after these guys. eh? Oh no. Yeah. If, if you're talking about uh, the morality of his character. Oh yeah. He's a big scumbag too. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the police representatives are big scumbags, but you're not as, I guess, I don't know if you're forgiving, but you're certainly like, eh, like it's the rock. <laughs> I, okay. Maybe not care to elaborate i feel like at this point it's such a cartoon you know i mean our lead characters at the start of this movie are so unlikable he's about as likable as they are in terms I of see. yeah they're all scumbags at this point yeah he represents the law and they're criminals or at least yeah outlaws actually yeah no i'm pretty sure like in this case they are criminals yeah by the way we we missed a scene here where they're they're going through the chip that they found in that gt40 and it was, yeah, it turns out it was holding all the codes for all the, the bank accounts or or more like bank stashes for all the money for this this criminal organization. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, this seems like something we could steal. That I'm okay with, you know. It's because now they're so detached, but it's from that initial heist. With the, that's the part that bothers me. I don't mind them criminals backstabbing criminals. It was just there needs to be some sort of motivation for it. Hey, like they said, no honor among thieves. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. That's, that makes sense. I mean, one we'll, maybe we'll get into it a little bit later, but um, I will say I'll give some praise here. I, I think this chase scene, not too much shaky cam. No, it's it's definitely better than it was in the fourth film. I remember we complained there was a big chase scene that started, that was in the start of that movie, and it was just terrible. This one's much better. Uh, shaky cam does not mean quick cuts because there is some quick cuts, but oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. say it's as, oh, geez. Um, I wouldn't say it's as, you know, nauseating with the, the shaky cam or egregious. Excuse me. Yeah. And there's so much going on. So many different characters we're seeing here. And I think all this is kinetic and, and works well. Yeah. It's like a, it is, it is what a chase scene should do where it's like kind of unpredictable and like, oh, geez. Like, I also like that there is still some like familiar faces where you're like, Oh, there's some guys there. We know who this is. Good. I don't know if space and time are warping at all. If you're obviously from Brazil, Brazil, you're like, hang on a second. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this all, you know, is in the same neighborhood or not. No, but it is doing a good job of util- utilizing the setting of all these, these kind of buildings built on top of each other in these Hills. So that works well for them, you know, making their way down on the rooftops. I think that's all exciting. Oh, and then we get that. I already know who you are. This is another bit that just, I don't know. I do not know what to say about this whole dynamic with Tom. Maybe you can explain it in her Officer <laughs> Nivez. I, I, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do not remember, sir. Sure. I remember I was completely baffled. And then we get one scene where they kind of explain it. And I was left even more baffled. I was like, ah. Like, I assume he's just judging her for her character. Like, he's reading her, her body language or just, like, her face and saying, like, I know exactly who you are. It's like, huh, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay. I guess maybe, I guess, I, I you know what, I think he's, maybe here's my, my one interpretation is that he's, she's not going to shoot him. Like, yeah, I, I, that's what I, that's my read is where, like, no, 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 he's not going to, I won't, she's not the type of person to just shoot him. 
or else she would have done that. She would have done so immediately. Yeah, that could have been what they meant. Yeah, but I do, I do think it was a mistake directing wise because I feel like it feels like a misdirect. It's almost like, oh, she's someone's secret. Like, who is she now? And it kind of creates a mystery. I guess so. But a mystery that really leads nowhere. I mean, yeah. But um, I did want to comment, since they gave us those hints earlier that Mia's pregnant. During this whole chase, you know, running around in these buildings, jumping up, up and down from them and leaping through roofs. I was kind of like, is this is this going to lead to a miscarriage here? I mean, this this is some pretty intense, you know, motion. I mean, maybe it's early enough on, but it still seems pretty hectic. Not to mention the stress of being, you know, fleeing for your life <laughs> in a gunfight. Yeah, I'll go with it's early on enough to, you know, be overlooked. Also impressive that he immediately found where they were. Like they all caught up to each other. That's that's impressive. Yeah, I was thinking that too. By the way, that looked like a video game shot when they walked through. Then the camera kind of moved up. I was expecting it to like, you know, I was about to get the controller and start moving in a few seconds. Hey, I'll just get my PS4 controller out right now. It's like, oh boy, okay, well, um, yeah. that complicates things. <laughs> oh no, you accidentally uh, paused it. Now I gotta, yeah. Huh. Oh, I like this big makeout sesh right in front of Dom. <laughs> I gotta do a mini game on this. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> um. So does this take away from Mia's character or does this add to her character? That's that's yet to be seen. Yeah, no. I mean, she's not pregnant yet. Or she is, but she doesn't have the kid yet. Yeah, and again, I wonder I wonder how many pregnancies could survive something as traumatic like that early on. That seems like pregnancies are a pretty delicate matter, you know. It's that's Yeah. Yeah, that seems I mean, here's my question is in the end of the film, when we see her again pregnant. Is she barefoot? Uh, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I should not uh, immediately pass judgment. <laughs> and this poor Ford uh, GT40, they're just tearing it apart. That used to be actually, by the way, one of my favorite choices in uh, Gran Turismo. I figured. Yeah, I always love the GT40s. Those are beautiful cars. Not the same model as this one, though, right? Because this one, be. I assume, is either 2010 model or 11. I I, I watched uh, one of the behind the scenes was like, you know, the, the car, the the car magic and whatnot and what cars they were using. Was it either GT or was it Chrysler who gave them like, who actually like, they, they the, the, the um, production team reached out to one of the car companies and they were like, here you go. Just like, wow, that's awesome. Oh. I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, that's that's one of the things that happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're still making them. I feel like I don't know, maybe they maybe they came back and I didn't notice. I thought they kind of halted them and but I, I'm not sure. Anyway, here's here's where the scene of like some of his crew having at least some personality or whatnot with you know, they they, they take it apart. And he's ordering them to like put it back together. And I just, I look at their faces of just like, come on, man. Yeah. And fair enough. Cause it's ultimately pointless. Cause he, they sh he should have just taken five minutes to take a look at it himself. <laughs> like he does later. Yeah. And here we are. The, 
the bonding moment again between these two with their beers. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Tell me about your dad, even though you already told me about your dad. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, eh, this feels like a little bit of a recap, but it's more of a in for, for Brian this time. It's been 10 years, I guess, so. Yeah. They're just like, hey, let's actually have some, like, heart-to-heart between these two when it comes to, like, seeing them be friends instead of just yelling at each other. Yeah, this is quite the positive uh, positive view of their dad, you know. Uh, well, yeah, I guess, as far as I'm aware, like, Toretto Sr. was not, or Daddy Toretto was not, like, a scumbag or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I never even I never even got that sense when when Dom was younger or not even younger, but when back in Fast One, I never thought he was a scumbag. No, I was just something about that felt a little bit. Uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit too uh, too glowing in some way. I see. If if that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah, you, you see, I, I I picture that he wasn't exactly he wasn't rich, obviously, but he was he was the man of the block. I, I kind of get it. He was a man of the people. Yeah. Whereas, you know. And maybe maybe that's what inspired Don to be such a family man himself. I mean, it comes, again, by the way, the whole, it's about family. That hasn't even, like, been brought up in spoilers, not even in this film. Yeah, it's not quite here yet. It's it's so, it's somewhat common, but it's not quite when, here. Yeah, whenever somebody said, whenever he says that, it's like, if it took seven movies to come in, and then if people, like, start memeing it, like, you know, retroactively to the other first few films, it's like, no, 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 no. That didn't happen until like that point. Okay. That's when it became a joke. Yeah. I mean, the movie's already, it's starting to teeter into joke territory, but in a, a different way. With some of this stuff. Certainly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious what the response was at the time. Oh, actually, I guess I shouldn't talk over this scene. This is the, the one last job scene. We're going to take all this guy's money and then we're going to get the hell out. Sure it is. Yeah. It will be done forever. It's not going to be a fast six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven, <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, none of that. Yeah. And then, yeah, this is... We're going to need to assemble the team. This is when it turns into Ocean's uh, 11 or 12 and... And this is when it starts to turn around and I start to get more into the vibe of it. All right. Cue either, you know, Italian job music, whatever that music had. Uh, yeah. Hey, shouldn't you be dead? Uh, uh, cue, what is it? And and then, of course, uh, hey, they beat him to it. Cue the Avengers theme. Huh. Uh, specifically the kazoo theme. Uh, not the, the kazoo uh, rendition of it. Because uh, we're assembling the team. Yeah, and this, yeah, it does just become another heist movie at this point, just with a, yeah, more of a car bent, but only a smidge. It's not even that much of a, like, it, it doesn't really involve street racing necessarily anymore. It's just kind of escaping getaway cars. Yeah, that's that's really all it is, but they need a team to, like, I guess, prepare, obviously, which is, yeah, an, an important part Yeah, for the lead up and making sure that they cover all their bases, which is right. But yeah, so they just found this place. They just found this like abandoned factory and uh, making it yeah. there. Like, okay. Just moved in. 
Erase for operations. Yeah, you just kind of got to accept it. But... Hey, is that Bumblebee up there? <laughs> it's Tyrese. It's the Rome. He's returned. Yep, happy to see him back in. We get, uh, is it Tej? Tej. Yeah, and he's... Not sporting the fur this time, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and look at his style, the shirt he's wearing. And, I mean, he's turned to just, like, I guess Luda. He, he's not a rapper anymore, so he's just a, just a regular guy. Tech bro. Uh no, he was still like a ra- he was still like a rapper around this time, if I recall. Was he? Yeah, <laughs> he just looks like a guy from Silicon Valley. <laughs> well, that's funny going forward, but um, <laughs> so I mean, I don't want a prequel, but definitely something happened between these two because if you remember, like we, when we left off back in Fast Two, oh hi Giselle, which I finally figured out her name because of this film. Um, <laughs> so then he, I, there's no bad blood between Rome and Tej, but. Because they're still amicable. No, yeah, well, I think they still seem to be on good terms. But like, man, they what happens like between Fast Two and and this one? Or sorry, Too Fast. Pardon me. Yeah, good question. Oh, by the way, I was questioning because uh, there was that 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 um one one rapper from either Latin America, Don Don Omar, um, and I was like, who does he play? That's Dom Omar right there. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and he's the younger one, or the, the the one who doesn't have the long hair, right? Yeah, he's got the short hair, not the yeah. long hair. Yeah, and I, I think I didn't really care for those two in the last movie. I mean, they barely had a, a spotlight. But I think they're charming in this. They they very much remind me of a duo in uh, the Oceans movies as well, with Casey Affleck and uh, I can't remember this, the second guy, but, but they, they fill a similar role. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you on that one, so... But yeah, here we have here we meet like you know everybody comes back, come like comes together like we everybody from like any movie like previously comes back, except for uh, Chris Black's character from oh wait that hasn't happened yet never mind yeah it's like who's Chris Black hmm. is it Chris Black or no sorry Lucas Black that's it Lucas, Lucas Black. Black yes yeah no bow wow no little bow wow yeah yeah what the heck hey wait a minute where's where's Suki and where's Jimmy at like and and where's Leon what the heck yeah where's Leon S Kennedy oh wait wrong franchise yeah wrong franchise but. <laughs> if 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 you forgot, sir, it's it's the um it's that one other character from the first film who is yeah. like the other guy. Yeah, I think you mentioned him earlier. Yeah, he wasn't Jesse, he wasn't Letty, he was just like the other guy. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice to see this this big crew assembled. But yeah, it's it's nice. I just I can't help feeling like this movie's very distinctly said, okay, we're no longer a car movie at this point, we're a heist movie. And it's, yeah, very much moved away from a lot of that stuff that we were focusing on in those first three. And even a smidge in the fourth one, too. You hit it on the nail, like you hit, hit like straight on the nail with like the Oceans films, because this is definitely that. This is like, yeah. I know I joked with like the Avengers, it's not, but this is like literally the definition of like, yeah, it's pretty much just like a spiritual successor to like the Oceans films. Yeah, and I think in that mode, it's 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 enjoyable. It's a fun, more kind of blockbustery take on that. I think that works. I mean, I thought that's what the film was, though. Or like, no, sorry, the film. I thought that's what Oceans was, though. Would you call that a blockbuster, like a a big film, or would you still call no. it like an art piece? I wouldn't call them art films, but they they have more of a kind of a smaller scale, more comedy edge, more than anything. Okay. And a little bit of satire running through. This is much more built on bombast. I mean, the big, 
you would never see the ocean's crew just cause wreaking havoc on a city and destroying half the city like our crew does here yeah no you make a point there <laughs> and here the here we see the little yeah the money counting place all the the ladies with their just in their underwear yeah as if this was you know like a well it is a drug depot basically it's a drug operations <laughs> yeah pretty much but I guess they're doing the whole Joker routine here where they're, they're they're taking the money. They've they've come in and it's just like, we're taking over. And he's like, nope, it's us. Yeah, why'd they bother showing their faces? What benefit? So, okay, except, uh, okay, for this, it's like they, they want to know exactly who's, who's do- oh, you're not taking the money. Okay, you're doing that with it. Yeah, but, yeah, that that's fine. That I get. I just don't know what purpose they have of showing their faces. Because they, cause they're not killing these guys. They're gonna go to uh, they're they're gonna go straight back to the the antagonists and say, well, I literally as as Dom says, it's like tell us tell him exactly who did this. Hmm. Yeah, I guess just so that he'll be like, oh crap, it's it's Dom. <laughs> Give him more inspiration to to collect all the money together. That's that's part I can't quite connect. Yeah, he's he's basically Dom's operating on chess logic of like because i act i'm proactive here the antagonist will react yeah and will react in the way i want him to so it's like if i throw a punch i expect my opponent to do this which is when i'll come with my other counter attack and then that doesn't happen because that's not always what happens <laughs> and what do you think about this scene here for hobbs showing his uh He's got some car knowledge himself. He has detective skills of like, hmm, let's see. Now, who would put some piece of cheap hardware uh, in a GT like this? Yeah, an old school classic. So I guess this is probably like a 60s model or something. Just like the, uh, well, I guess the Corvette was probably 50s, but. Yeah. So I don't know if the, because they took apart that, Thing, if they took apart like the dashboard or whatever it was and put it back together, unless they didn't, wouldn't they just reset? Because if they took the ba- like if they took the battery off, why would it just go back to the last image? Yeah, like, unless like the chip was the motherboard or what. Anyway, I also even wondered. I was like, you'd think that they would pay more attention if Hobbs is paying attention to that thing more. You think that they would have too, but. Yeah, it's just it's just a way to to boost him up, you know. Oh yeah, no, that that definitely is the case. I guess we just gotta take it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this actor, he was I recognize him from my dad was watching was going through the twenty four um, series again. Uh, he showed up in like either season two or three. Actually, I think he was also in the end of one or whatever it was. Oh, um, and he was also in one of the Harrison Ford Jack Ryan films. Oh, the big boss here. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I believe so. One of the one of his films. Huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've seen both those Harrison Ford ones. Uh, Clear and Present Danger and whatever the other one was. <laughs> or was it just one? I, I feel like there was two. Well, whichever one. I remember, like, because recently my dad was watching it, and I clearly saw Harrison Ford say it's Jack Ryan, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, and before his, uh, his speech with... What do you call it? His speech with Brazil and how you know the the spanish came with open uh the spanish came bearing arms and the portuguese came with open arms uh that was mm. completely false it was actually 
long story short, it was a like an agreement where the Spaniards got like all of Mexico and parts of that area, and then the Portuguese got Brazil. Oh. <laughs> To make a long story short, sorry if I've butchered your uh, the the your my 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 our Brazilian viewers' uh, history. I apologize, but it's uh, just to make a long story short. Yeah. So to make it worse, no real Brazilian lens, and they're throwing out history lessons that are based on bunk. <laughs> and as um, the female cop lady, I don't know if she said it yet, but she's mentioned that um, this guy he. I know. I know Brazil has a lot of like terrible projects. I know. I definitely know that yeah. they got some. They got some hoods and and projects that are just like real, like poor and and yeah. downtrodden. And what he's doing, basically, the the main antagonist, he's you know going in there. He's he's trying to bear arms, right? Interesting aspect. I'll say that. I think his plan is is interesting. Um, where he's gonna like he'll he'll give them exactly like hospitals and whatnot but then they are basically under his not protection but they're under his like thumb which is yeah that's pretty scumbaggy yeah it's the it's the belt and road initiative <laughs> yeah, maybe that's controversial i don't know i don't know yeah i, I don't know what that is <laughs> yeah maybe we'll discuss that off off air uh, thank you um so basically he's all, all his money is what he puts into like like making banks or schools or hospitals or whatever that is. So then these guys are taking like Dom and uh, Brian's crew are taking all that money that funds these, you know, uh, fronts and um, platforms. Are we sure they're the good guys? (laughs) Oh, and we'll discuss. I mean, Brazil is not a rich country and they just cause untold devastation to, to it (laughs) just for their heist. I mean, who knows how many years it's going to take to repair the damage that they cause for this ice, but... I know they're criminals. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they're outlaws. Um, the ones who don't actively go out and kill others or intimidate others, except for what they did with the, in the drug lab. That's a different... I guess that's a different story because it's a drug lab. Oh, wow. Is that a... What kind of belt is that on that guy's shirt there? Uh, that is some sort of, like, tag... Uh, that is, like, a wrestling belt obviously yeah. but i don't know of like which organization maybe it's like the mexican organization for luchadors mm. or maybe something else i don't know and by the way uh, rome here as the kind of the one pushing against this i'm not going to knock tyrese i'm happy to see him back but some of that i mean just like with the uh, paul walker some of that charm from that second film it just feels like he doesn't have enough room to to really get into it for some reason. Maybe just the kind of charm that they had in that 2002 film just wouldn't play as well. 2011. All right. I feel like, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. This is nonsense. Like they could, yes. Like, like facial recognition software from like with them having masks on. What the come on on a blurred, on a blurred image as they're, (laughs) yeah. Like, I get the, I get like, they could like look at the vehicle. That's fine. That's, that's, that's a tell enough, but like, and then all this like, man, what the heck? Yeah. And then I have another like point about this, but going back to what you were saying, sorry. Yeah. It's almost like, I don't know if this was Tyrese ad-libbing or if this was the script he was given. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, there's just, 
a certain lack of charm coming from even uh, um, Tej, I feel like is so much more played down. I mean, him and uh, Rome have their little, uh, you know, somewhat um, antagonistic back and forth, but good spirited. And they get some charm out of that, but I don't know. I just, I feel like the one, the one big standout in terms of charm here is once again, Han. <laughs> I mean, this guy. It's Han. He's just, yeah, he's, even his like lack of charisma is like a charisma, um, like magnet. It's always, anytime he's on screen, he's the one I'm looking at. Yeah, you'd think that there'd be a lot more dynamics. And that's the whole point of this film is like, you know, we have all these personalities and let's see them clash. And with the, isn't that the point of the Ocean series where you just see all these actors kind of work off each other as, yeah. as they're preparing for the heist? Yep, absolutely. And fun bits of them trying to figure out the heist. Do we kind of do we get that in this film? Like, I don't think we do. Yeah, we got them. We get one in like a bathroom later. We got them doing all their work of their surveillance. But yeah, we don't. We, they don't um, utilize that aspect as much as they could have. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's one of the faults of this film. Is that really? It's not just like you know they they haven't been pairs, which is you know not terrible, but like mm-hmm. I want to see like you know. I kind of want to see what, how Rome and Brian behave with each other, what Tej and Dom are feeling like, what Mia has with Giselle uh, or, or Han. Like, let's, let's see that. But obviously we, we can't. Yeah. I guess they kind of figured out which, which uh, balances would work best for in their point of view. And yeah, it didn't really, but, but that's what the sequels are for. Well, no, 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 there's no, there's not because according to this film, there's, this is the last job they'll do together. <laughs> I would have loved to see some scenes with Roman and Brian kind of, you know, trying to get that old spirit out of themselves. Oh yeah. But like, yeah. even though like what happened last, not last, but like, yeah, where, where they left things off. Cause not, not that they, they left like things on a great note last time. Oh yeah. And they left smiling and I was smiling with them. And I feel oh, like yeah. neither one of them really have that lighthearted. I mean, they try to get it here with Rome. This is kind of a callback to his, uh, I guess his kind of demeanor in that first one a little bit. All right. Uh, you're the humor guy here. What do you think? Oh, I wasn't laughing. I wasn't laughing. I figured you weren't. <laughs> Were you? Or <laughs> uh, I was thinking of more. What What are you going to think about this scene? <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but the, it's a tan line. I was just like, okay. Now we're, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's Tyree saying it, so maybe it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I just more meant it. It felt like it was pushing to a different area of comedy is just like okay he's touching his face oh yeah you know it's just a tan it's like all right see is this the part where tyrese ad-libs that's my question it could be that could be well i guess like yeah tyrese was involved in three transformers films by this point so he finally like (laughs) got out of there so now he's finally able to you know be back in the fast franchise actually you know this this is another one of those scenes that that could be uh tied into the oceans where they're they're setting up their their surveillance and it takes a funny little bit as they do it but yeah i don't find this bit very funny i'll say i i i figured but not for any like ugly reasons right no no it just i just didn't find the the humor of it landing that's fair i'm still surprised that the actually like bought his like 
Exactly. They, yes. they went with it. I'm just like, really? Like, all right. That's part of the problem, too. It's, yeah, it was so not convincing at all that it feels like it, it belongs to a different type of comedy movie. I see right there, like, why the hey is like, yeah, these, these two should be cracking jokes right now, right? Yeah, I found the head slapping there. It seemed like it would tie in a little bit more. There's something about that that felt like it was endearing with the two of them. So I remember when you said Tej looks like he came from Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> they made him the tech guy. Yeah, he's the man in the chair. Yeah, he's the guy in the chair. Yeah, they could still have him be slick and, you know, making jokes and being into the ladies. He could still, but now he's just kind of a nerd. I mean, I didn't not get that from him before, but he, he kind of, well, he had a, his own like whole establishment back in two, eh? Like he like, exactly. He had his whole, like a whole entourage and what he had, like I said, he had Suki or Snooki. He had Suki. He had Suki, excuse me. He had Jimmy. Like he had his whole operation going on. It's just like, what happened? Oh, he was the man. And now yeah. he's, I guess the 2010s have been bad to him. <laughs> uh, I guess, you know what? The 08, well, well actually wait, hang on a second. This is still supposed to take place before. Oh, you're right. Uh, this is supposed to take place before Tokyo Drift, unless Tokyo Drift takes place in like the far future of 2015. You know, that's I think what we have to accept because, yeah, they've <laughs> aged too much for it to be like three years later. Because I was about to say, like, I guess the 2008 recession didn't like, you know, wasn't help, <laughs> it wasn't good for him. But then I just realized, like, wait a minute. No, this is supposed to take place all before 2005. And yet somehow, somehow this camera is interesting for a 2004 tech yeah no absolutely now this part between these two guys i'm just like i'm good with this one yeah no they they do they're much more charming in this film absolutely yeah and it's it's nice to get a little bit of a spotlight and again they they feel like they could be out of uh out of uh an oceans movie yeah like a comedy routine like a not Laurel and Hardy, obviously, but definitely like, even if there is toilet humor here, which I don't know if you were into her or not. That's hmm. okay. Uh, no, Well, yeah, it's okay for what it is. I mean, it makes sense. I was a little bit like, eh. But, you know, it is what it is. They don't linger on it too long. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty gross if that actually was like a septic line. I'm like, okay, well, hopefully they got paid correctly. Oh, but I was going to say, uh, he was living in, uh, Tej was over in Miami. I mean, maybe Hurricane uh, Katrina, maybe it wiped out all of his, uh, his organization, his wealth. Yeah, that's probably the case. Also, that's, wow, that's, uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, see, this is where I'm just like, okay, like, let's, I don't need to see as much as this. This is a little bit off-putting. But people laugh, I'm sure. People in the theater I'm probably find that funny. Yeah, like it's toilet humor, literally. Yeah. Um, but I think what it leads to, though, like, you know, them kind of having an inside the building. Um, I guess it works in the long run. Yeah, and they're charming. They, they, they've they got a... They work together. Yeah, no, I don't... Obviously, okay, and we're, we're talking as Canadians. We don't know if, like, in Mexico or whichever... Um, whichever country they're from, uh, they originally, I don't know if like people found this, you know, funny as well, but, uh, if they're, if their acting is good or not, but I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah. And it's not like I was, you know, it's not like I was laughing, but I had a, you know, a smile. I, I was like, these two are, they got a charming banter together and that's good enough for me. 
And they've got a distinct vibe that the other characters don't have together, which is nice. Yeah, they're like the, they're like the, I wouldn't say they're the heavies of the crew, but they're definitely like the workmen of the crew. Yeah. Not that everybody in the film isn't working, but like, you're just, these are the guys that are like physically like doing something. I cannot physically doing something, but it's like they're, they're the handymen of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. They got their own unique strengths and yeah, it's nice to give them a spotlight here. I'm only questioning, like, they probably would have, like, first off, it would have been loud, like, stupid loud if they were, like, trying to saw through that, like, solid concrete block, but <laughs> what do I know? Yes. I was also worried, I was, uh, there was a little bit of a worry of, like, wait, how are they going to not get caught by the cops? I guess if someone walked in, they could have been like, oh, I guess they must have to cut through here to repair these pipes, but... Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's true. Maybe that is the case. But I also wondered, uh, did they fix the problem at all? Or did they just leave like, eh, we'll be back next week. And they never show up. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, did they just leave? <laughs> oh, but I did look up the other, the one who isn't Don, Don Omar. Yep. And that guy's also a rapper, Puerto Rican rapper. Ah, Puerto Rican rapper. Now, is, uh, is, is Don Omar, is he Mexican or is he Puerto Rican? Uh, let me quickly take a look. Because they did, sh- they did shoot some of this in Puerto Rico, by the way. It's funny, like they, they, it's it's in Brazil, but it's also like in Puerto Rico. Oh, it says he's from the Dominican Republic. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Ba- apologies, sir. Hmm. All right, here we go. Here's here's a here's a, here's a thing that's I wouldn't say a staple. Okay, love. <laughs> I gotta be careful here. So we 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 go up to the car scene. There we go. The car scene. Now, of course, you get all the shots of ladies behinds. But here we're like, all right, we could we could get a street race, because uh, again, even though this is like a heist film, like it's been a heist film since you know the beginning, there's still that uh, there's still that aspect of the street racing. Yeah, they they throw in a little bit of flavor of it, but I'll be honest, I mean, they look like the old guys hanging out with a bunch of youth and kind of perving on the young girls. Dude, <laughs> like preach. These guys are like, yeah, well past the age of of this. Yeah, and they're looking at the girls walking by with their butts hanging out, and they're like, ah, oh, home sweet home. It's like, mm, no, they're a bit they're a bit too young for you now. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say that, like, Dom's on the market, given, like, Letty's not here anymore. But, Brian, come on, man. You got a, you got a lady and, a, and an offspring that are coming. Yeah, that's or, true. You got a lady at home and an offspring that, like, are going to happen. So, um, but yeah, basically, they need to be part of, like, the, was it, like, older men's hockey league <laughs> there you go <laughs> where they're like the older men's like car club yeah um, but yeah here we have this you know this younger guy and we're gonna we're gonna have a race with him uh for his porsche and that's a nice blue porsche i like the i like the color of it that's a that's a nice like standout color yeah and i was i was quite disappointed by this i was like oh wow we skip the race and then it's like and cut and it's like oh come yeah. on man it felt like they robbed it for us it was like we're gonna pay tribute to what this franchise used to be but just so you know it's not that anymore <laughs> which is what i thought the extended cut was about but nope that is not the case oh so you watched the extended cut Yes, uh, so I'm currently watching the extended cut, which is uh, two hours and twelve minutes, and the theatrical cut is two hours and eleven minutes. Hmm, that's interesting. So we're gonna be out of sync. <laughs> yes, I, I have noticed that. I've, I paused twice because I noticed that you were uh, you, uh, ahead of me, or behind me, as I should say. Oh, was I? 
Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So I paused. I was like, oh. I think my I think my console locked not locked up. But I think my console was like slow to start when I pressed pause. Oh, okay. Sure. I think that's what happened. Yeah, but we get uh, uh, the the you know a little bit of playing to us with some car action as they're practicing to meet this window, this time window that they got to get to. Yeah, the uh, little the, the stipulation here is that oh dang um, the stipulation is that when they get inside the garage that has the safe, um, and they already talked about the safe by the way being like you know huge and whatnot. Um, the stipulation is that they'll have like only you know x amount of seconds before they like the the uh, security cameras catch on to them, and so they're trying to like you know master the the route which is why they're inside this warehouse yeah um which you'd think that you know they'd have han go at it because he's the drift king but i guess not yeah and uh now we all of a sudden have this safe huh yes oh boy i was okay definitely like okay they had to go and get this car by a race they couldn't just buy it but yet we can just buy this this here <laughs> where are the funds i guess technically han said like wait was it han who said he has secrets and then tej has the secrets i'm like but tej we kind of know was like a man of you know he, he had his own organization he had his own like hustle going on so it's like mm-hmm. i don't know maybe it's just the connections they have yeah yeah either way it felt like a weird note and i was like okay but now we get to see those two go off and Dom's like, oh, it looks like they're going to have a a little little tryst here, a little romantic hookup here. He seemed pleased by it. <laughs> so just kind of skipping past their romance from the last one. They move moving past that. Yeah, she, yeah, I mean, again, I think he had respect for Giselle, but I don't think he was attracted to her uh, physically or in a romantic sense, excuse me. Yeah. He just respects her, just I guess, as like for her, I guess, ingenuity or for how do I put this? I guess just for her role as being in an organization or I don't know, being on her own. Yeah, yeah, and their their scene here is a little bit charming, um, but no, nah, I I'm not 100 percent sold on this relationship here yet. Do you think it could be have been expanded? Mm. or we could have gotten more with it excuse me yeah maybe we could have gotten more it just feels like there's so much going on or could get more if there's a second one or if, if they're in yes. the next one excuse me yeah which i'm pretty sure they are because i was looking at the cover <laughs> of my blu-ray for fast and furious 6 last night and i'm pretty sure they're in it yeah i'm pretty sure they are too <laughs> spoilers which is the only one that i own by the way fast and furious 6 on steelbook <laughs> right that's that's correct um i like the the point of when giselle kind of um discerns that han eatings uh, his eating habits that he's had this you know whole time is because he used to be a smoker i'm like i like that i i, I kind of like that I, even i didn't think about that until you know when she said that i'm like oh yeah i guess that is the case where because you're always trying to fiddle with your hands and you always need something so it's like no that makes sense yeah 
I don't know if that's the truth or not. Like as a smoker, maybe you could say if that's if there's some like legitimacy to that, but I, I feel like probably not the case. Yeah, we're we're on different levels of smoker. He he was smoking two packs a day. I've never even gotten close to one pack a day. So it's yeah, it's a different type of thing. Ooh, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's fair. And uh I mean, hey, she certainly uses her what she's got to get him or to to, to get yeah, to get his fingerprints. So uh good on her, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just really trying to not sound like a chauvinistic, misogynistic, um, uh, a sexist person. I will say though, I I can't imagine that this fingerprint thing would really hold water. <laughs> yeah, I think there's more of a chance if he grabbed her like part of her skin, they could. I, I actually that's not even true. I think it's more more likely than just on a yeah the. The brief touch on the cloth of her, yeah, no, that just does not seem to. On her swimsuits, it's like, um, yeah, if, like, anyway, whatever. Yeah, I guess we can just skip it. <laughs> There's a lot to to enjoy this film. You have to skip over a lot. If it's problematic, I guess it's problematic. Yeah, this does feel like the maybe the first time that the franchise has entered into turn your brain off movie. Yeah, and there's the thing with this when it comes to the announcement of like, you know, um, what's his face being on. Oh, yeah, with Hobbs, you know, being, you know, hunting them. Is that I think this movie is actually a little too ambitious. Hmm. I think this is actually a two part movie. And maybe I'm a little bit like, maybe I'm just unfamiliar with the uh ocean series but like in the ocean series was there like because because there's three parties here there's there's dom's crew there's the antagonist operation like like uh cartel operations or you know mafia operations then there's hobbs and his um american authorities trying to you know go and bring dom back to the states and arrest him uh party is there like usually a police force in in the uh oceans 11 series ocean series excuse me um i don't believe there's one in the first movie but i'm pretty sure in the second one the guy who that they who they robbed in the first movie is coming after them okay and so he's kind of their pursuer but but how do you think it would be um smoothed out if it was a two-part like just kind of briefly introduce hobbs in this one and then fully explore him in the next one or well i think unfortunately as soon as they show up they just stop like i i feel like they don't actively hunt him like they're going down and like yeah. banging on doors like i feel like he just all of a sudden halts i'm like maybe i'm just that's not what i should be expecting like it's a like that's the point like they're just laying low to like yeah exactly find you know to, to hunt them but like i don't know i just i kind of felt that they would be a little bit more of a dynamic presence with the rock actually like be actively hunting him and not just like waiting because the, you know, they have to play catch up to the plot. Exactly. Yeah. He kind of had to take a back seat until they meet in the midpoint of the movie. This, this is about halfway through. And yeah, this is when their big confrontation happens. And 
from now on he becomes more of a presence but yeah oh, he yeah. did have to take a back seat for a while which i guess is the nature of the script itself so maybe i'm being a little bit too harsh <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not i mean there is definitely a lot here that feels like I mean, we talked in that that fourth one, how it kind of felt like it was setting a new like this is what the franchise is going to be going forward. And it left things open for a sequel. Yeah, I feel like a lot of this crew feels like they need more exploration in a sequel because they just don't have time here. That's the thing. Yeah. Of like. This is this movie is the assembly of the crew and then the especially the amount of time, by the way. They get the crew set, set up. Yeah. Like, does, does that make sense where, like, uh, I feel like time should be a factor in this film, but it's kind of forgotten about. Oh, yeah. I mean, how long did it take them to get to Brazil? I mean, wouldn't you think after a few days of this, this crime boss would figure some other thing instead of just, I'm just going to leave all my money in this safe from from now until we solve this problem? Like, uh... yeah. So pardon me if I kind of gave away my like thought, my full thought, thoughts on this and skipped over the fact that we had a confrontation between oh boy uh, Hobbs and Dom. Yeah, I t- one of the, in my opinion, one of the worst scenes in the movie, I think. Okay. Can I get some, uh, can I get some explanation there? Well, so they, we, we, we saw this little street race group and Dom and Brian decide, okay, we need to, we need to get, Hobbs out in the open so we can put a tracker on this guy to figure out where he's at. And so they have this confrontation at the, the race thing. And I like the rock during that scene. I think he sells the, you know, sells the character well there. I think this is when he starts to feel more comfortable in the role. Yep. But Dom and Brian being so cocky and then all the people pulling out their guns, they're like, we got the upper hand here. It's kind of like, okay, well, you know, Hobbs and his gang can just go wait around the corner and wait for them to leave and then come after him. Then, I mean, why did they just retreat? Yeah. What's stopping them from not just doing this, especially since they're in like an armored vehicle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say it is nice to see the, um, what is that? It was nice to see that guy who in the Porsche before kind of, you know, come back, but well, that I question too. It's like, why is he suddenly standing up for these two who just took his car? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was a two minds. I was like, I'm glad he came back because it's kind of like Michael Ely and uh, whatever his face's name from Too Fast, Too Furious before. Yeah. But obviously, I don't know if it works out in this case. No, it plays just like a reference more than anything. Yeah. And how about this scene? This is Dom just shows up at her house. He like storms in. He's pushing her up against the wall. It's kind of like, this is getting uncomfortable. Like, what's he going to do to her? Yeah. Just because he wants to get this necklace. Like, how do you even find her? For one. Stalked her, I guess. Like, because he because so, well, because they showed the setup of like, he noticed the neck or he noticed his necklace around her neck. Yeah. That, that checks out. But obviously, yeah, the how did you find me aspect? It's like, yeah, unless they like hacked into police records, which I mean, that's a little bit too much. Just like I assume he just surveillance <laughs> and like, uh, what is it? Tailgated her, not tailgated her, but um, uh, tailed her. That's what it is. Tailed her. Yeah. And during this scene, I was fully expecting it to come out that he's like, I know you're Letty's sister and you're undercover here or or you're you're trying to start a new life because of his whole line earlier. Where he was like, I already know who you are. I was expecting there to be some big reveal here. And then when we don't get one and it just turns out that she's trying to be a good cop and I guess he respects that or 
I don't know. <laughs> I was left a little cold. Is is yeah the end of the how I felt. And one of the things that she has as well is that uh, Hobbs is really putting the blame on all the uh, all these deaths on in the train as Dom doing it with the federal agents, but. She's yep. like, doesn't suit his style. Like, doesn't seem like it's his style to, you know, murder these people. Because other than like what he did last film and, and this, some of the actions in this film, he really hasn't like gone and tried to murder cops. Yeah. Criminals, yes, but not like the federal agents. Yeah, criminals that he was supposedly working a, a job with that he turned on for no reason and then killed them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, not a great guy. Maybe he should have someone pursuing him to try to get him locked up. Not to mention the danger that he put that trucker in in the opening of that first movie, too. Yep. Uh, and then the second one, of course. Or the not the second one, but the... Uh... Yeah, fourth, yeah, fourth one. Yeah, fourth one. And I guess the last one as well. Yeah. Um, well, that, yeah, fourth one. Hey, here we go. It's uh, Han did it. Like, or not Han did it, but like Han... I, I said I wanted Han to be uh, the guy that... You know, he's a drift king, right? So why wouldn't he, yeah. be, you know, sub was nope. It's like, okay. Maybe he hasn't learned his skills yet. I, oh, yeah. Still prequel. Forget about that. Yeah, it gets confusing. <laughs> okay. This part, I guess, is makes up for us not getting the street race with the Porsche. Um, where's the cameras? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, you're just not supposed to think. Yeah. And then there's this part where I'm like, okay, maybe that's a bit of ego, but at the same time, like, all right. Oh, and I think it was, these are Dodge Challengers. I'm pretty sure that it was Dodge or, you know, whoever. Wait, is this a Dodge Challenger? I forget, right? I'm pretty sure these are Challengers. Yeah, I'd have to see the front yeah. again. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dodge uh, was grateful enough to give the production team some of their of these car of these new model cars or whatever these model cars are um for the production excuse me yeah and this is i guess another little call to the the racing stuff a little yeah yeah they're, they're trying they're trying so what i think they are trying to do is they're taking all the characters from like the the three and I guess four up to now, yeah. Um, so we have two Fast and Furious, we have uh, Tokyo Drift, we have Fast One, and I guess Fast Four, even though yeah. Brian's been in three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just these are our, these are our top dogs in terms of racers that yep. we've seen. Tyrese flashes the lights, which is fitting for him. He would be the flashy guy. Oh, it's. Absolutely him, but then I also have a problem of like, one, this is an unrealistic street. Like, I'm pretty sure the street would be completely uh, busy right now and crowded uh, with other cars. Uh, and two, wouldn't the police be suspecting of this now? <laughs> I kept thinking, uh, wouldn't these cop cars have some sort of, you know, trackers on them or something? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I just figured that'd be standard for cop cars. Or if there's like an off-duty cop like on the sidewalk somewhere, and he's like, "Wait, what? What the hell is going on here?" Yeah, because you think if if you know if you want to be able to, you know, dictate, you know, we need all our cops to uh, move to this location. Who's the closest? You wouldn't think that they would need to just call all the individual cars. They would have like a GPS 
signal on all of them. So they can be like, okay, car 49, you go here, you know, yep. car 54, where are you? Yeah. yeah <laughs> you, you'd certainly think that. And well, I mean, Hey, it was a, it was a no NOS fight in a way, or is a no NOS race. Yeah. And actually, yeah. Throw back to the first one. Um, or it's, it seems like uh, Brian won this time. Or did he? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was okay. I didn't mind. I like that they threw in a little bit of a race thing there. I wish they would have saved it for that street race. But yeah. But it was nice enough here. I will. I, I was wondering this. Uh, when we watched the trans- Michael Bay's Transformers films, I think they kind of showed off some of the colors of those cars and how like cool those cars are to us more than fast four and five have so far oh yeah does that make sense definitely yeah yeah okay that was because remember in the first one uh you know the 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 whole idea was that we're going to show these larger than life cars that you couldn't see on the street but they're they're like what you would want to see in like a fantasy type way Mm -hmm. and with like in in Michael, I guess I didn't give cre- big enough credit for that, but like that is a perfect thing to do in Transformers is to show like these larger than life cars that you wouldn't see, and it's like it'd be the Autobots. But obviously, that's another problem of like, wouldn't that make the Autobots stand out? Yeah, no, that's true. But oh god, yeah, this again, just Brian, man, like fuck this guy in these two. <laughs> Yeah, there's this beef is uh yeah you can't they can't they can't, boys will be boys I guess like just these two are destined to not be uh, nice to each other. Yeah, and Vince is Vince is on the up and up. He's in everything to help these guys out and just gets spit on at every turn. Yeah, and I'll admit I was even a little bit uh, hesitant and questioning of like, all right, well he's he's been away for a while. I I, I am a bit worried about. Is he, has he like, you know, gone and like double, like, is he going to mm-hmm. double cross these guys just to save his neck? Maybe not out of like, I wouldn't say getting it, like getting even, but like, I don't know, maybe like they found him and they like, they, they like have his wife and kid or like, they're like, you got to do this or else we will go after your wife and kid. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know. I, 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 I hope not. So that's, that's where I was at with that. So. It was not out of like, oh, I'm I'm supporting, maybe I am, but I'm supporting Brian and Dom's morality. It's just like, eh, I hope don't, Vince isn't going to do anything to Mia. Yeah, but even if he did betray them at this point, it'd be completely justified because they betrayed him. <laughs> Certainly. But um, by the way, Tej being like, because Rome's like, oh, you know, if we get this 10 mil, you know, what's your dream? What are you going to do if you go back home? He's talking about setting up a garage, but didn't he have a garage in Fast Two? I mean, maybe he really did get wiped out in Katrina or something. He did. <laughs> so that's oh boy. Um, <laughs> no, you are absolutely right. Like that was the thing I was going to bring up. Like when he said that, I was like, no, wait a minute, Tej. That was his whole operation. That was his whole hustle, man. Like he was like he had a garage right next to the the glades or whatever it was, like next to the water. Oh yeah. Like he was like on a boat. He's rocking a boat there. Like, man, what the heck? Like, oh, don't tell me this is a prequel to Too Fast, Too Furious. Anyway, did you hear that line? Say it. Say it again. There's always room for family. Okay, always room for. He didn't say it's about <laughs> family. It, the, the joke is the joke line is it's about family. 
Yeah, but he's he's definitely starting to break out the family lines here. You know, it's you're not wrong. I will give you that. Um, oh, and by the way, guess what's back? It's his dad's car. It's back again. <laughs> guess who's back? Back again. Oh, yeah, we saw it. We saw it at the end of the fourth one. We were both like, "What the hell?" Like we saw it. We saw it get completely destroyed. But <laughs> I guess it's invincible, just like Dom. <laughs> It's like one of those freaking car movies, whatever it is, like um, either Duel or uh, The Car or whatever that Stephen King film's called. Oh, Christine? Or not Christine, sorry. <laughs> thank you. Not, I'm sorry. Stephen, Stephen King book. Apologies. Yeah, John Carpenter film. But yeah, here's the pregnancy uh, breakdown. But I, I will say I did like that little scene with Dom and and Vince, it was nice to see them, you know, back together. Yeah, I just I hate the fact that I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like Vince, please don't betray these guys. <laughs> like I don't know what's happened, but like I, I he's justified. I get that, but still, like come on, man. Yeah, they they do set it up like he's going to, and I kept hoping. I was like, oh, filmmakers, don't betray him like Brian's doing. Don't yeah, don't do Vince dirty. And and right there is like. Well, I mean, I, I, this is, the, I guess, the moment you want to see where, yeah, everyone's getting along because, hey, Mia's having a Mia's having a kid. That's something to celebrate. Yeah, and I liked how he opened up this whole sequence with Dom cooking them food, and you know, that's his. This is what he lives for, having a meal and some beers with his his family. So, see, Dom. He's relatable to everybody, like at home. You know, that's right. <laughs> you got the neighborhood barbecue going. Like <laughs> you're bringing everybody, like you know, from around the block. We're gonna have a family. Like, it's it's a one big family and whatnot, right? Yeah, salute, uh, me, uh, my familia. I, I, I didn't hear how he said it. <laughs> salute me familia. <laughs> I didn't hear how he said it, so I'm just reading the subtitles. That's fair. <laughs> At least you have subtitles. I can't. Have, they don't have subtitles for the extended edition for some stupid reason, but whatever. Oh damn, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And is your disc only extended? No, it has both theatrical and extended. It's just like for some reason the subtitles don't play on the disc or on the extended edition. Excuse me. Oh, weird. For some odd reason, but whatever. Okay, I forgot about this. Not not for this, but I thought um, what's about to happen was. Not catch it, but like, we'll see. It was this design right here. That's what it was. Vince is yeah. like, I got Mia's back, and I'm like, uh oh. I hope that's not what he. I hope that's not what I think he means. Yeah, I had the same thought. I was like, oh no, they're gonna betray me. Yep. They're gonna they're gonna fuck over Vince by making him a bad guy. Come on, don't do Vince dirty. All right, like, sure, he's he's had his ups and downs and whatnot, but don't like, don't let it be like this bad and whatnot. This is what I was talking about. I was like, I thought they arrived before everybody got out, but it's like, no, only the four like leads are here. Yeah. Or at least four of the originals. And this was one of those moments where I was like, oh yeah, I forgot the cops were after him. <laughs> that's, that's where I was like, wait a minute, shouldn't they be actively finding them? And then, hey, guess yeah. what he does with the, uh, with his beast of a machine? Yeah. Not the dad's car. Destroys his yep oh no i, hope I wish you would have seen it i wish would have seen it just engulfed in flames and explode yep <laughs> like oh no i hope it's not back for the like sixth one. <laughs> oh no it's on the cover of my steelbook i know it's back oh and here it comes it's 
Captain Ta Dom, excuse me. He's got the super soldier serum in him. <laughs> yeah. And this is this there's you know this there's something about that this fight that just in some way looks artificial. I don't know what it is. Uh you mean the constant cuts? <laughs> yeah, the constant cuts, but even some of the the motion feels like it's way off in some way. With the camera? Like it's almost like CGI sped up in some way. Oh, I see. Um, eh, I could maybe see some of that, but in practice, I I like it. Um, I, I yeah, in practice, I mean, obviously, uh, I wish they held back, but obviously, you know, Vin Diesel can only fight for so long, and you know, yeah, uh, The Rock can also fight for so long because I did see behind the scenes of this, but this is kind of the beginning of the feud between the two of them in real life. Oh yeah, they were fighting during this scene and they just started throwing real punches. Yeah, they were throwing hands and then like it got <laughs> out of hand. Did it really was this really the the start of their feud? I don't I don't know about I don't know about that. <laughs> there was a whole thing that Vin Diesel was like um on him with like tough love or, or whatever it was and I'm just like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> tough love. He really brought that out. <laughs> he was like saying like, yeah, with 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 the rock, I'm like he's got a I gave him some good old tough love and I'm like, what the hey? Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. That's not great. And whatever that means, I mean that, that obviously is um that's code for something. I forget what that means. <laughs> yeah, it means he was like Rock, your performance sucks. You know? Oh jeez. Uh, act better on my sets here. Oh man. Oh, I was giving tough love. I want my whole team to be working right. You fuck up, Rock. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. That, I wouldn't. <laughs> Even though Vin Diesel is pretty cool, it's like that's not cool. That's. Uh, I won't. I won't accept that. Yeah. Let's. Let's hope not. Even though I'm doing uh, dirty here and you know praising the performance of him, I guess in Fast One. But anyway, whatever. Oh yeah. No, he was great in that. Yeah. And the Iron Giant for me personally, but. Um, yeah. And to be fair, I, I I really don't know anything about their relationship. I was just just. That's fair feeding off your line there <laughs> i guess so we'll go into it a little bit later maybe but you at least know wait do you do you know about the uh the real life beef they have yes yeah i know about that yeah they stopped yeah that's why the spinoff happened right yes yeah, exactly yeah. um yeah well notice in either seven or eight how they don't have like any scenes together oh spoilers spoilers you're ruining the move the film no <laughs> you'll, you'll you know what i mean but um you know i like that lot Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I like that bit though when the fight ended, where he was reaching for like the pipe wrench, and then he like smacks it next to him, which is a yeah. you know a whatever cliche if you want to call it that. Um, but that's just because the Rock accused him, brought back the whole like you know you beat the bus driver guy um, up back in the day, the guy who murdered, the guy who made his dad crash. Yeah, the reason Dom always lives. Uh... Was it like 10 seconds in the future is as far as he'll go? Or uh, 10 seconds in the present or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice, a nice bit of callback to go, go yeah. back to that there. And remember, we, we also know like, you know, Dom regrets that doing that every day. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he still does at this point, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But anyway. Yeah. Cause he does so much reckless shit now. It's like, uh, I think he's forgetting. <laughs> yeah. Dom from fast one definitely regrets it. Dom from Fast Five, don't know. <laughs> oh, give me a gun. 
Now, where were you? What were you gonna say, sir? I I interrupted you. Oh, I was just gonna say a stupid joke about the reason that Vin Diesel doesn't like The Rock is because he's also bald and he's more ripped. He's like, you're making me look bad. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! Hey, The Rock had hair at one point. Well, just bald in this. <laughs> okay, where's the tinnitus? Like, what the hey? There you go. Yeah. Also, yeah, not the best idea, Rock, to take your or sorry, Hobbs, to take your like Kevlar off when you fought Dom. Like, should have put it back on. Agreed. In this scene, I I think is a shame that his whole crew is just you know wiped out. I get why they did it, but I feel like we could have gotten some of these guys returning. I agree with that, and I also, I mean, I, I do enjoy the fact uh, that it was kind of set up where uh, when they were in the police station, the antagonist and his uh, secondary. Uh, with the corrupt cop or with the other cop, they were like, you got to keep that guy on the leash because he's killed 16 of my men. So I kind of like that these guys came and like, you know, attacked Hobbs. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then Hobbs is shocked. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but where the way Vince holds his like uh, submachine gun or maybe light machine gun, I can't tell. Um, Kind of looks weird. Like Brian's yeah. holding his like AR or whatever it is like properly, but the way Vince is holding his gun, I'm a little bit. I don't know. He was just like, I don't want to be in this scene, and and Vin Diesel came in and just shoved in his hands and said, "Tough love, shoot the scene." <laughs> now just picking on him. Oh no. Yep. Oh god, it looks silly. <laughs> yeah, look at it. I'm just like, uh, maybe that's how you hold it, but I don't know. It looks it looks weird. Yeah. Um, whereas like it did look weird the way you know Brian was wielding that AR. I was like, no, that looks pretty much like how you would wield that. Um, but I like this as a way to contrive him to to join their team, just wipe out his crew. Yep. So he's like, that's getting stuffed in the fridge, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> Well, that's why they that's why they were there. Yeah, they were there to give him motivation to jo- join up with Dom and his crew. Ooh, I don't know about that, but well, <laughs> I think people are okay with that because they're men, but which are the men are the expendable gender, but still, okay, never mind. Well, they should be okay with it in terms of writing cuz yeah, the yep. minor characters are there to serve the major characters. You know, that's how writing works. Well, speaking of minor characters who are getting killed off, yeah, which is a shame. Yeah. One, this I'm at least relieved that he didn't betray them. That's at least like, my okay, he's fine. But I hate the fact that it's, oh, he's dead. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. No, I think this is, yeah, sad. Yeah, because I liked Vince. I, was, I kept hoping that I'd see him again. And yeah. yeah. Well, here's hoping for Suki and Jimmy returning. There you go. Yeah. And I guess also Leon from the first film. So it's like, come on, Leon. We need you. Yeah. Help me, Leon. <laughs> and great. Now your wife and like child are fatherless and uh, and uh, husbandless. That, that's just great. Yeah. No, that is sad. Of course, they introduce his family just so that we can, yeah, have extra sadness when he dies. So I don't know how long it's been since, like, whenever... Uh, the offspring of Mia and Briner uh, is born. I, I don't think it's a spoiler, by the way. Oh my gosh. Oh, geez. I don't even want to watch these anymore now. <laughs> um, but 
I do hope that I have I, I I hope that in fast either this this fast ten or fast well there's only one fast 10, but in fast ten or fast eleven the child of Vince shows up. Oh. That is my that is my hope. Yeah, that could be nice. And I only say it, that's I don't know if that's spoiling the next like few because I want them to be like of a good age of of a certain age because if this is like they look no more than two years old or like one year old. Yeah. So I hope that by like, you know, whenever they can, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be old enough, like at least by young adults, even though it might be like, you know, a bit uh, too much aging or maybe not, not enough aging. Fudging with the aging numbers that we can see them as a part of Dom's crew in the future and maybe have some regrets with uh, Dom for letting his dad die. Mm. Yeah. But speaking of his crew and regrets, yeah, they've all, everyone's turned on him. Everyone's like, now the plan's busted. We got to turn around. It's going to be a big trap now. It's only Hobbs that that pipes up. I'm in. Yep, it's the one man who would, you know, was was ch- trying to chase down uh, the man himself, and that's what convinces everybody else to uh, continue on with the plan and go go forward. Yeah, and Dom loves it. He's never been happier. <laughs> His expression there. Yeah, yeah, he's now convinced um, another federal agent to join his join his cause. Yeah, and in some ways, they essentially throw at the at least a section of their plan that they were spent so much screen time working on, with fitting into that brief little window. At this point, that is just kind of out the out the window. Yeah, all bets are off. They're they they have no choice. Like they they just they gotta go for it. Yeah. Like ride or die. They have they like, now's the time or else. Yeah, and that does make me think because we, you know, we've we've said that some of this crew feels like we need more time to flesh them out. I mean, I I don't know if the writers knew that that whole meeting the window wasn't going to end up actually being used. So maybe we could have, I mean, we, we cut back to them practicing that many, many times. Maybe we could have only seen it like twice. Yeah, like retroactively. And do you think we got enough time with uh, the villain, by the way, the or the antagonist? Or the, yeah, the antagonist. Because, uh, man, I wish he was like Verone. Because yeah. Verone, he, he was a presence man. He, he, he had like a presence to him. Yeah. Yeah, this guy feels a little bit more generic, a little bit closer to the, the third movie villain. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'd say the third villain kind of had maybe more going for it, even though he he's more of a knockoff of Johnny Tran. Yeah, he I guess feels like this antagonist, and yeah, I don't remember his name. Uh, he feels like a knockoff version of Verone. Yeah, agreed. Um, now here's where I'm a little bit like, all right, he's not shooting. Okay, he's shooting at cops, which I mean might be a problem, but um, well, maybe not, not not for you, but. Well. They're all corrupt cops. They're all working for they are all corrupt. this guy. But my thought was, why not shoot the tires out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And they didn't do that. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine this whole climax would be so different if they just shot out the tires of all these police cars? Yeah, like, why didn't they just do that? Like, dude, all you gotta do is, like, shoot two out, and it's like... I mean, sure, maybe you could say, like, oh, they, they fixed the tires, fair enough, but, like, it'd be a lot less squad cars. And then this is, like... Okay, as a set piece, this is completely like ridiculous and cool, but physically this is impossible. 
Okay. With yeah. like the with these Dodge Challengers or whatever it is. Yeah, or maybe Chargers. I'm not sure, but Chargers. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this. I mean, maybe I'm underestimating the ability of a challenge or a Charger, but this does not seem believable. And yeah. I was thinking the same thing, where I was like, okay, if they've reinforced it, that's fine. But the problem is, like, I sure I see like the the back part is like, oh, it's a little bit reinforced, but like, yeah, no, no, no. no, no. I'm just like, uh. I don't know. This 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 is like too. It's too big. <laughs> yes, and especially as it's going crazy, smashing through buildings. I'm like, there's no way those cars are continuing to go straight. They're getting torn into buildings back with the the thing. Yeah, we're talking like horsepower versus like weight here, and like yeah, these things need to be super powerful to like do something like this. Now again, just from a and. A lot of these shots, by the way, are from Puerto Rico. Um, But I I tell you what, man, like it's there's a part of me where it's, you know, it's my either critic brain or my um, was it my normal, uh, my, my, my logical brain, logical reasoning brain of like, hang on, this shouldn't work. And then there's also my like sensationalist brain being like, okay, this is pretty fun. Yes. Yeah, it it is a fun sequence. I again, I, I mentioned earlier. You know, I mean, they're causing so much devastation. I mean, this, I mean, poor Rio, you know, poor all these people on the street. Yes. Those people in the bank that this thing went through. Uh-huh. Right here is, I mean, are they dead? Um, <laughs> I mean, they gotta be dead, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Like, this is part of, this is basically like a Bay film by the end of it. Um, yeah. With the with set piece. Uh, as cool as it is, like, if they're aiming to destroy the city, like... Hey, I, they haven't like. Where's why have the villains not done this yet? But there you go. Yeah. No, nah, man. Yeah, this is this is where I was like, or at least somebody pointed out online, or TV tropes pointed out, just like you know, even though the villain is is like the antagonist, right? Like he's kind of forcing people to buy into his oh yeah organization, unfortunately, because he's giving them money. Um, he's building this stuff, right? Now it's still there's still a morally pro there's a there's a moral problem with that. But this is like they're stealing his money that is trying to I'm not say help people. It's for the wrong reason. Yeah. And then he's these guys are stealing money and his money and just you know, walking around or like moving this bank or this this oh yeah, this bank vault in and around the streets of Rio and causing a lot of wanton destruction. Yeah, killing people, definitely killing people, not just cops, corrupt cops, but regular folks. There's no way that they're not like, yeah, the collateral damage on this thing is nuts. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he's a big criminal, but he's also filling a infrastructure void that isn't there in this, you know, a, a city that is not, you know, that wealthy. So. Yeah, it's these Americans that are taking like a bunch of the pie and the green. And it's like, I know obviously there's other like non-Americans, but still it's like, um, yeah, they're taking, yeah, I don't know. They're taking a hundred million dollars out of the economy and going out the door, destroying the city. <laughs> like if they were going to, you know, redistribute the wealth, I think that would, I don't know, save face, but at least, you know, give them something of like a redeemable factor quality to it potentially. Yeah, look at all these people on the streets. They're just, yeah, no. See, this, this is why I say this is the first one where I feel like you have to turn off your brain to enjoy it because 
yeah, thinking about this stuff, it it does make you really turn on these characters, but. Yeah, it's kind of ugly of like, and look at it like this, like to just go and start like taking out this whole bus depot. It's like, <laughs> dude, what the fudge? Let's take out their whole power system here. Let's uh, yeah, start taking out the power lines. And the, although the I will say I have to give them credit for everything on the production side of things. Oh, yeah, it's a great sequence. This is in broad daylight and there's barely any CGI. And if there is, you can't tell. Like, holy crap, that is impressive as all heck. Yeah, and, and we we mentioned earlier it's a fun sequence, and I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, we are we're split. Like, we are just split down the line with this. Like, even yeah. though me and him are like, I'm, I'm in one car, he's in the other, it's like, we are <laughs> just... Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Yeah, look at this. Look at that. And even if they're, like, directing the cop to go on the sidewalk where all these people are, it's like, jeez yeah oh no yeah this is horrible yeah <laughs> yeah it really is like a like such a split in my mind like oh what a fun scene and then we cut to civilians fleeing in terror and it's like oh no this is terrible look at all these cars all the there are these this insurance companies here are going to be bankrupt by the end of the day oh man if sean if sean watched this film he'd have a hernia like he he would like have a pro- he's just like <laughs> like he'd be exacerbated like, dude. Yeah, and I... Oh, they could even, like, make it even worse if they, like, started pour- pouring tar down on the um, on the street to, like, re- ignite with the sparks. Like, that'd be scary. Yeah, oof. Uh, I do like this part, though, where, like... Well, yeah. okay, like... Okay, as, like, you know, undercover... Co- like, this works out really well. Like, that's a really good setup. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't show us the civilians. That just takes some of the fun out of it. <laughs> yeah, Lynn is definitely like showing a lot of like he's leaving, he's leaving the shot, he's in the camera on if the shots during the um what do you call it? Um when the car crashes. Yeah. And always people there horrified to see it. <laughs> um Yeah, and I'll say I feel like this film Oh, look, look at that. The helicopter shot. I feel like this film just manages to get away with it. Like, I'm I'm curious if the next films go this extreme, if they'll be able to keep riding that line or if it'll just. Oh, that was an important shot there. Uh huh. Yeah. And I was it was it Rome or was it Dom that's like kind of dropped a setup line? Uh, I think it was Rome, I think. OK, yeah, it was Rome. I'll, uh, you know, too fast, too furious, I guess. There you go. That's where I was going. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Back to what you were saying with with sex. Like, I kind of know where they're going with it. Mm. Yeah, and I'll say even this scene, even I mean, I feel like I don't have a good enough grasp on how bad these bad guys are. They did a good job with Verome showing that he's a real son of a bitch just when he tortured that one cop. Oh, yeah. I don't really get, you know, I mean, I'm sure this guy's a bad dude. I'm but they haven't really shown me. And then to see them just slaughter all these cops during this bridge scene. It's kind of like, yeah, they're corrupt cops, but they're living in a corrupt world. I mean, I'm sure they got families who are, you know, losing their <laughs> their parent here. And I'm sure they're just trying to make do in a bad situation, too. And And what does that also mean for even though they're corrupt cops? I mean... What about other criminals they were apparent? Okay, there's no way that thing would just stop like that and he'd yep. be like, you know, that is impossible. 
Um, but what about all the other, like, you know, it, even if they're like, I don't know if the cops are, you know, still doing like, not drive-bys, but they're like going after like criminals or whatnot. It's like, well, you know, just like you get rid of cops. That means, Oh, hey, Nos. Um, yeah. first time we've seen it in the film. Um, now you just left the whole power vacuum open for yeah like, criminals to run rampant. Oh, and there's the, uh, oh, what is it? There's the, yeah, the wheelie the wheelie. <laughs> they have to get that in there. Oh yeah. And I'm sure many of these cops are pieces of shit. Just like I'm sure the main baddies piece of shit, but uh, if you don't show it to us and you only show us our heroes being the bad guys, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not, not a great look. And, and that's what I meant by this may have to be th- like three parts because, or not three, sorry, two parts, because I don't think we get enough of the antagonist. Yeah. Um, because that's why I was saying like we have three organizations. We have uh, Dom's crew, we have Hob- Hobbs' crew, and then we have uh, the, the antagonist crew. Again, and I don't even remember his name. I still remember like Verona, even though I forgot the second or the third villain's uh, or antagonist's name. It's just like, I still remember like what he did. This guy, like, I, I, I got nothing. And that black Dodge Ram truck... I wonder if that was even a cop or if that was just a civilian who got caught in it. Flipping who even knows. <laughs> um, all of a sudden a chain gun comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, whoa, what the hey? It's like it's not heightened enough. We need to just take it up another notch for. Yep. Oh, and this this is the part where it's just stunningly unbelievable. We had just seen so much traffic coming through. The traffic just happened to stop then. And it's rolling like that. And okay. Oh, and then like right here as well, where like Dom like escapes unscathed. It's like seriously, his shirt's not even scratched. Look at that, <laughs> baloney. Not a single you know mark on him. Nope, he's fine. And that car that just flew through there. Oh, they're both fine too. Yep, they're both walking out of it. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, we're. Yeah, we're into cuckoo land now. Now it's Cartoon City. Certainly. Ouch. Bad on his knees. But what I will say again... Uh, oh, by the way, I think that tattoo is on, on, uh, Brian, or, yeah, on Brian's uh, wrist. I think that was... I think that's Paul Walker's daughter. Oh. I think that's her name, if I recall. Or maybe I'm wrong on that. Now... In this moment, uh, I do like the way he just coldly executes this guy. Dude, like, without a second guess. Like, just grabs his pit, like, grabs his magnum and just, like, double taps. That's it. Without looking. But I do think that Hobbs should just be like, yeah, you know, this huge mess that he made, this was not what we agreed to. I mean, I can't just let you go after this. This is too much. You gotta serve some time here and... <sighs> In Rio, you gotta, you know. Uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> At least he's saying that the money's gotta stay because that'll, you know, help to rebuild all this damage he caused. But and she likes him too. She's like, "Oh, you may have, you know, destroyed my city and killed so many of my coworkers and the innocent people who in your path, but you still did good." <laughs> she's like Brian. She's like Brian from the first one, where she falls in love. Yeah, but at least in that first one, I mean, there was very little 
you know, real damage that they did. Oh, yeah. Other than most of the damage was either to like the truckers, but even then they were like trying to be subtle with it. And yeah, it was also between like it was almost like an inner gang war. Like it was just between gangs where they kind of tried to not make civilians get involved. Yep. Yeah, they were even, I mean, they weren't trying to hurt the truckers. It was only when the trucker brought out his shotgun. Yep. That really heightened it. So, I mean, again, they, what they were doing was immoral, or at least, you know, stealing from, yeah. you know, I guess, legitimate business. And then, like, well, whatever, if you want to call it legitimate business or just capitalism, but like, <laughs> you know, they're just out to, like, you know, get some, put some bread on the table. Yeah. But for the most part, they're only putting their own lives at risk. Yep. By this, oh yeah, they. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, but by, by that point, the yeah, yeah, you're you're definitely right. They would do all the work themselves. Yeah, by this point, they're just wantonly like anybody in our path, you know, watch out or, you know, too bad for you. <laughs> so, this part, yeah, this witch, hmm. yeah, it was easy to see coming. <laughs> I mean, we all knew they had that second safe. I mean, yep. <laughs> yeah, it certainly deducts from the amount of cost they like planned for the heist. Yeah, probably a hundred thousand dollars at least, but I would think more. Whew, yeah, no, but here's 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 the turn. Here's the here's the, here's what you would see in a uh, in a card game. By the way, I gotta I gotta throw this out there. So I was when I was uh, was on the island with my buds. Um, we were at the Boston pizza there and they were, they were like showing like poker after dark or whatever. And who the flip shows up. But like, uh, you almost could say it was like celebrity poker or whatever it was. Ted Cruz. Oh my God. He was on poker after dark or whatever, like program it was on sports. And I was like, no freaking way. And then not only that, Mr. Beast, if you know who that is, he was also yeah. there. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. I was like, what the flip? Playing cards with Ted Cruz, oof. Yeah, and he and he got out as well. He uh, he lost, and same with Mister Beast. <laughs> I'm like, man, I hope none of his like state funds or whatever, like his his like <laughs> funds for his party were in that, or else I'm like, oh, that looks bad. I, I like all this celebration. I think this, yeah, for the most part, was all pretty good. I I thought. I, I don't want to pick on Tyrese, but I thought his was a little bit like felt like he wasn't a part of the scene with everyone else. But <laughs> I see. But everyone else, I thought, sold it well. I liked Han. Barely even cracked a smile. He was just like yep. too stunned. And I love this part, by the way. This is, I think. Oh, me too. Yeah. I I hope they, you know, she just, she just walks in. It's like, oh, boy. <laughs> see you soon, Uncle Dom. I think that's, Nico, nice, that's right. a nice way to go. See, Nico, he has to be in uh, 10. He has to be in, in either 10 or 11. Yeah, I love like, it. I want to see him in like later on. Um, yeah. Because seriously, like, you know, he's he's family. So I, I, I kind of like to see him again. Um, this part I don't like. This part <laughs> I was actually, actually like, oh, man, I like these guys. And this is. Just... Yeah, man. I. Uh, by the way, the song playing um, "Danza Kudro," I believe uh, that is a song by Don Omar himself. Oh, so it's kind of like self-indulging in a way, kind of like what you know Ludacris did in "Too Fast, yeah. Too Furious." But yeah. I think it works out. And, th- and this song was huge. Like this song was everywhere back in like the early 2010s. Yeah, if it's a song I'm thinking of, I, it was all over. Every time I go to Mexico, this is what's playing when I 
yeah, arrive at the uh, resorts. <laughs> Whether that's just to get people comfortable or not is beyond me. Well, there's always, you know, yeah, well, maybe, I don't know. And there's plenty of other, like, you know, rappers out there that you could show. No, I'm not saying because I love Don's La Crude Don't get me wrong. I think it's a lot of fun, but. Yeah, and there's tons of other songs playing, but this one's always in the rotation. That's true. It's always in the playlist, which is yeah. fair. And so it actually it was making me it was making my eyes a little watery watching this because I I was like oh man it's been so long, stupid COVID uh has caused some delays for me. Yeah, you'll you'll get you'll get you'll go there one of these days. I should probably join you guys there one of these days as well. Eh? Yeah, that could be fun. Right, we're going yeah. next year. And we fucking both like just do a novice episode down there in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about this little bit with the two of them? They bought the the same car. Well, again, I'm just like I'm I'm just like man, Tej, what are you talking about? Like we just rebooted basically. Where like yeah, this doesn't look like anything like what you had your setup you had back in two. Yeah, this is a junky little place. I mean, what happened to? Uh... There was so much personality that guy had back. Like, sure, it's like so two thousands, but like, man, that thing had personality. This looks like it's like something out of the tens, which I mean, it is or late aughts. Yeah. He's even in there with his little get up on. I mean, yeah, no, it was disappointing. It was disappointing to see what they did with him. And then this, I was like, oh, my God, talk about exceedingly reckless. <laughs> but again, we're supposed to have our, our brain off. This is uh, they're superheroes behind the wheel. Oh, thought you wanted to go to Tokyo. We'll get there. <laughs> Darn it. Eventually. I wish you would have looked at the camera and winked. On. He should have. Yeah, you're denying us this. You should have looked at the camera like little Bow Wow and winked. Justin, this is on you. Like, you made that film, like, for pit's sakes, come on. Yeah, you can tell that they're like, ah, we fucked up. Let's just make it an in-joke. Trust me. Trust me. I love Han. All right? I I didn't want what happened, but it actually kind of worked in that film. But even still, it's like, oh, come on. Okay, hey, so is she barefoot and pregnant? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Pregnant, yes. Barefoot, let's see. Oh, my God. She's barefoot. No, she's got sandals. Oh uh, wait, uh, yeah, she got sandals. Okay, so she's uh, okay. So it's she's not like Amadella from three. <laughs> but the trope isn't just that they're you know pregnant, barefoot. It's, it's not that. Yeah, no. Yeah, the agency. That's just a symbol usually. In a way, she was like the gal behind the chair, or gal in the chair. Excuse me. And by the way, this I found this just really unbelievable. Like really, really unbelievable. See, she would come at the end. Or at least they talk, but like, no, she's just, she's now part of the family. It's like, and I'll say, this is at least like been two months, I, at least in my head canon. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, is, is that enough for Dom to move past Letty? I, I, no. Yeah, I thought so. That's, that's another reason it's so unbelievable is because, yeah, this takes place immediately after that last one. Yeah, at the most, it's been like three months. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, the most I can say is when my when my cat passed away, mm-hmm. um, even after a year before we got our new cat, I was I just still wasn't ready. Like I was. Yeah. I just didn't want to go through it again. But that's on me, not on like, you know, my, my mom forgetting the cat. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe you're a little bit more. <laughs> How long before you uh, rebound? <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, it depends. Depends. If... That's not. That's not. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's someone dying, especially for Dom. Oh yeah. I mean, Giselle was all over him, and he was like, "No, no." 
But I do like that we get their race in the uh, the credits here. I don't think we actually get a conclusion who wins, but no. But I I do like that though. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to see it. It's at least something that you don't often see in other films, where you know, kind of like a a Ghibli film where they're, and I guess other you know Japanese films uh, or animated films, they'll like keep the kind of credits rolling with story. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they've done this in the other ones too. It's just I I don't feel like it was as story uh driven like this. Yeah, and even though this isn't all that story driven, but it's it's still nice for what it is. In Too Fast, Too Furious, they kinda show um what is it? They they kinda show like the beginning chasing again. By the way, I love this. Well not chasing, but the 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 the, the, <laughs> uh, the beginning race again excuse me anyway yeah yeah yeah, this is good i know you're going where you're going with this yeah i love seeing the uh all the different appearances of them in the movies kind of oh yeah encapsulated like by this point it's like hey you remember all these guys yeah and it makes me think of something like the predator where at the end even though all we lost a lot of characters they all make an appearance at the end to look at the camera and smile and i always like to see that i just think that's fun at the end kind of give a highlight to the actors in there their standout moments. Yeah, I think the CGI looks fun too. I I'm curious what that Netflix show looks like CGI wise. Probably not as good as this. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> um, what I was really wanting to ask back in during their uh their assault with the basically wasn't assault assault escape whatever you want to call it with the wait actually hang on a second yeah this is the one thing i remembered about this movie oh yeah oh yeah our uh our iron man moment i guess if you would say yeah except the one thing i one thing i didn't remember is that eva mendez showed up i was like holy fuck i couldn't believe it when i saw her last week that's why I'm saying, and she's uncredited, by the way, uh, which makes me believe she'll be in the sixth one, oh, potentially. I hope so. Well, I mean, it only makes sense, right? Like, I mean, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered that she came back for this one scene, but I, I wonder if they'll have this scene, by the way, in the beginning of, uh, of mm. six, mm. just like how they had the end of, uh, four and in, in the beginning of five. Yeah, I'd be interested. With Dom in the truck or the bus, excuse me. Whoa. And then there's this. You believe in ghosts? <sighs> they had to do it. Yeah. It's the MCU. Oh, boy. Literally a year before Avengers. <laughs> um, but they had to do it. One last job. I get the feeling this is not one last job. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Now it's going to be. Yeah. Another one investigating Letty. Don't go back to that fourth one. That fourth one sucked. Yeah, yeah, let's retread that plot. How the flip did Letty survive? Tune in next time for Fast Six. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's all I can say. Next week on the FCU. <laughs> Wait, would it be FFU? Uh, I guess. What's 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 FCU? Oh, wait, Fast Cinematic Universe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, I was just gonna say like Fast. <laughs> Then Furious Universe, but okay. Yeah. I guess we have to have cinematic, I guess. Well, no, because it was a television show, so like... There you go, exactly. Which, would you say that the MCU, like Disney Plus shows, are cinematic? 
Uh, yeah, they most of them could basically be movies. Yeah, at this point. Okay. All right. Yeah, fair enough. All right. <laughs> um, during the but during the escape assault, whatever you're gonna call it, of of them going through the streets with the uh, safe. What do you think of the direction by Lynn? I think this is uh, much improved from that second and the fourth one. It was nice that he finally moved away from dark settings for the climax. I really don't think that that served the story well. Or serve the uh, the visuals well, I should say. Yep. And yeah, our uh, our dislike of the the wanton collateral damage aside, I, I think it was a really exciting sequence. I I saw almost like little shaky shaky cam. Yeah, not too much. Like, so overall, just in like other than like maybe some parts of the beginning, like. I was impressed with like the direction uh, and camera work that you did in this film. Yeah, this is definitely his best one so far. Yeah. Yep. You finally, you know, you 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 you'd had some practice with three, then you kind of experimented with four, and I think you needed four to get to three or to to five. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. And I guess since we're on the the, the credits here, I'll, I'll give my little final thoughts and a little bit of a ranking at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, as much as it does feel like, oh no, this franchise has become something wildly different than it was in those first three films. I think they cemented that that can, that can work. You know, that fourth film tried to get there and it just, I feel like, you know, was, was dead on arrival in some ways. This one definitely feels like it's got life to it and feels like it could be a, a whole new branch of the franchise so i like that um but it does become difficult to know how to rank it because this type of movie just isn't necessarily my type of movie these kind of turn your brain off flicks i i struggle with because yeah at the end of the day i was kind of walking out like i just don't think i really like these characters in this film i mean they're they're huge assholes in so many ways <laughs> So, and they're not huge assholes the same way that Snake Plissken is, where you kind of like him for being such an asshole. Oh, yeah. Because they never really acknowledge it. It's just like you're supposed to not notice. So, so that doesn't help. But I still think I would say one, two, and then I'll slip this in above three, but they're, they're close. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then three, and then, you know, four is down there in, in the... That's the one I would give a, a not recommend. I would say that's a bad one. Can you watch this film without watching four? I don't think you could, but if it's, you know, I, I feel like this is enough of a, a reset that you can be just kind of like, you're not missing much. Don't bother watching that four. I'll just tell you what happened. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but I do feel like if someone was to come in, not really knowing what this franchise was, they might be put off by just being like, this doesn't really feel like, you know, it feels like a big, dumb action movie in some ways with some charm with the heist stuff. And that that's the stuff that I really hold on to is heist stuff and then a great end action scene. Despite having some problems when it comes to collateral damage. Yeah. And actually, no, the characters are just fun. You know, that yeah, there, there's a lot working for this. It's just... I just wish that they would have been more careful in the writing department. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you on that one wholeheartedly. 
Yeah, and what are your final thoughts slash, I guess, ranking at this point? I, I don't know if we need to do the ranking, but if you want to. Thank you. No, yeah, the ranking is, well, yeah, we're not, we're, we're not ranking in regards to like, oh, this is like a seven or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't like doing that. I don't like giving like an arbitrary number. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I will say I enjoyed this. I think I'll tie this with three. I think this is actually, no, you know what? I think I'll agree with you. I think it's, I'm with him. One, two, five, three, then four. Yeah. Uh, and three and five are not tied because I'm like, no, this still has Han in it. And even though I like Han in that, pre, in that third one, um, no, I just want like, this was, this was just a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. But in a turn your brain off kind of way. And with a lot of personality over like Lucas Black being in there. And that's, that's not fair to him. I can't like throw him yeah. on the bus for that. And I mean, for Pitt's sakes, that other one had like three had Sony Chiba in it. So it's like, at least <laughs> that, that gives it some like credit there for me, at least. Um, that's too much of a bias, but for me, uh, this film, I'm, I'm torn between it. It's a better film than any of Michael Bay's Transformers films. That's all I'm going to say. I would sooner put this in my Blu-ray player, um, over looking up, uh, Michael Bay's Transformers films. Oh, there is no question. Yeah. (laughs) With one being the only like saving grace or like one be like out of nostalgia. Oh, the first Transformers. Yeah, the first, like the oh seven, excuse me. Mm. I, I think if I if that's what I like came away with in that first, it's been a while since we watched that one. Yeah. Like, listen, oh seven has problems, but it would probably be the first one I go back to out of all of them, or the only one I go back to out of all of them. Yeah, I I, I feel like you came away positive on a three, but but I don't remember. Well, I I guess I did, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that one a little too much. Remember, I didn't see it. I only like watched like half of it, and then we did the commentary, and I didn't actually watch the full thing. So, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, kind of tainted myself on that one, but yeah, messed myself over. But anyways, yeah, because uh, that one starts good for the first half. It's the second. Oh, half, it does. It, yeah, falls apart. So it's funny. yeah. Aaron Kruger puts all his like work into that one. Like he showed. Uh, like I, I'm convinced that he's a good writer. He just needs like yeah. the right material. Like he freaking knocked it out of the park with Top Gun Maverick for pitch sakes. The guy can write. Yeah. Um, but anyways, sorry, let me, let me, uh, so, so, um, with this one, yeah, it's, it's much, very much turn your brain off film. I, I'm going to do something interesting. I'm going to compare four, five, and six. Cause they're all, even though they're like their own trilogy, cause they're also filmed by like the sixth one. I'm pretty sure is Justin Lin and Chris Morgan still, um, I'm treat, treating this as like a trilogy. I know, um, I know Lin does three, but. I'm lopping that in with like one and two just because like let's yeah. treat this as like a trilogy thing. Um, I kind of am treating this. This reminds me like four or five and six. And I, again, we'll, we'll, when we get to six, we'll get to six. But this reminds me a bit, and I can't wait to show you this eventually. This reminds me of when the animator Monty Ohm did the took over the raids of directing or at least animation directing uh, the red versus blue machinima series online for seasons eight to 10. Yes. Um, where he started in eight. I know Justin Lin started in three. Uh, and then he did nine and 10 kind of exclusively uh, with the story kind of focusing around some of his like parts that he was doing. And I could not help but think when I was watching this movie, I was 
going back to thinking about like red versus blue season nine i'm like this kind of reminds me of what monty was doing with that season i don't know why but just how like actionized it was and i think those seasons are a lot better than this personally but Mm. um that's not fair because that's like a that's like a series rather than like you know these movies but good grief like the action themselves kind of reminds me of something that monty would probably have done with cars so uh, it's just a little like cool uh factoid right there for you but uh other than that yeah i i think i'd recommend this one over well i guess in the order i said <laughs> but i think I, I think caleb's right i think you do need to have watched the fourth one to watch this one uh unfortunately especially with that ending or that that post credit scene or at least mid credit scenes excuse me uh with Lady coming back but you know there's i think Chris Morgan and Justin Lin, I think they got a little too ambitious. I think, I think they actually had a lot of good that they could have done. Like not a lot of good, but I think they had a good idea here with like it being like a, an ocean's love and heist, but I think they had too many characters. And I don't just mean that with like the, the players of Dom's cast, but like, I think maybe they should have cut the rocks character. Um, even though I think it needs to, he needs to be there. I think they could have waited until like the sixth one, potentially like just have it focus on Dom, uh, his crew and the antagonist. Oh, oh I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for you to rebuttal, but uh, do you have anything to say to that? sir? No, or? no rebuttal. I definitely agree. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cause j- just cause I think you would have enough personality with the per- antagonist. It would give him a lot more screen time as well to flesh him out and kind of make him like Verone or a different kind of Verone, excuse me. Um, but we didn't end up doing that. So yeah, it is what it is, but I certainly am looking forward to six. Yeah. I'm very curious. Uh, cause I, I feel like in some ways this is jump the shark in a way that works. I'm just waiting for the wheels to fall off. Huh? Tell me when are we in the point of no return? Like when are, when are we yeah. like past the point of no return? Cause I feel like this one was, was just tipping. It was like the, the screws on the, the tires were just starting to rattle around but it still managed to cross that finish line. But could it manage it next time? That's oh boy, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> but I guess we'll find out soon. I'm excited to continue steamrolling through this series. This has been uh, a lot of fun. Still, hey man, yeah, no, I've I've been enjoying this with you as I usually do because this is our hobby and <laughs> why not? And yeah, no, it's I'm I'm happy that we're doing this. Thanks for coming along with me and agreeing to do this. Oh, absolutely. And, and speaking of the finish line, yeah, carry us across. You got it, sir. So, what would you do for a million dollars? Would you pull an elaborate heist and cause wanton destruction across the city and just be like, not my problem? I feel like that would like be on your conscience, but yes. who knows? <laughs> Till next time. Peace.
keep having limited time these days. I think it's because we pair up two two things more often than we were doing for a while. To be fair, it'll change once. Um, okay, now I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say it. But hopefully things will lighten up once the fast series is done. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we can get back to recording with Eric. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're almost done this anyway. So I think you know, honestly, by the end of April, actually, no, we won't. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. I guess we're not even halfway through, really. It's literally April 10th, so like, hopefully we can get like four, five, six more movies out. Hopefully. Oh boy, we'll see. Six, seven, eight, nine. No, just five. Never mind. I mean, we still have to do this one, but yeah. Oh, and it doesn't, isn't, uh, isn't there 11 with Hobbs and Shaw? No, I counted that because there's six, seven, eight, nine Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, it's not as bad. Yeah. Yeah, right. I thought I was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, there's, there's, this isn't Resident Evil now. Yeah, the the video game, excuse me, where it's just like spinoffs. It's like there's only one spinoff so far, and we're not doing. We're not. We are not doing the Universal Studios attraction, and we are not doing the video games. Yeah, wasn't there a cartoon show? Was there? Yeah, I think Netflix had one, but I guess let's. Oh, there is. That's right. Yeah, there is. Yeah, but I guess let's let's jump into this. All right, I'll I'll start if you don't mind. Sure.